RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. On December 31, 1972, the Dallas Cowboys faced the Washington Redskins at RFK Memorial Stadium for the 1972 NFC Championship game. Dallas was the defending Super Bowl champion under head coach Tom Landry. The Cowboys had lost starting quarterback Roger Staubach for a large part of the season due to a separated shoulder during the preseason. He returned in November, replacing backup Craig Morton in time for the playoffs. Washington was coached by George Allen in his second year with the Skins after leaving the Rams. Their quarterback was Billy Kilmer, who had also joined the team in 1971 after unsuccessful stints in San Francisco and New Orleans. This is the audio recording from the CBS radio broadcast featuring announcers Andy Musser and Don Crickey. Now let's get back to Andy Musser in Washington. Cowboys are taking the field to our left, the Redskins taking the field to our right. And now we'd like to call on a man who is an outstanding sports broadcaster for many years and a director of sports for the CBS station in San Francisco. Here's Don Klein. Thank you, Andy, and good afternoon, everyone. As we approach zero hour here for the Cowboys and the Redskins, Dallas trying for its third straight Super Bowl appearance, which would be a new success record in gaining access to the Pro Football Championship encounter. And as Andy mentioned, as you undoubtedly know by now, they know the winner of this one knows its opponent two weeks in. Washington, having won its first division title since 1945, trying to extend that mark of success to its first overall championship since they beat the Bears in 42. The kickoff from Tony Fritches into the end zone, out of play, a touchback, and the Washington Redskins will be in operation at their own 20-yard line. So the NFC Championship before a packed house of some 53,000 fans here in the nation's capital is ready to go as the Redskins with Billy Kilmer, the quarterback, the running backs Larry Brown and Charlie Haraway, coming wide of the left, Roy Jefferson, Charlie Taylor, the wide receiver on a short spread ride. In the eye formation, Kilmer hands it off to the lead man, Haraway. Haraway carries that ball into the middle of the line where he stopped there first by uh, Bob Lilly and Dave Edwards coming up from the left side linebacker post. If anything, a gain for Haraway of about two yards. It'll be second down and eight to go. Billy Kilmer says as far as balancing his attack today, he'd like to throw about 20 passes and uh, leave about 40 to 45 running plays for Brown and Haraway. And of that, if that were to be the breakdown, you could figure Brown would get about uh, two-thirds of those. Now running from a setback position, the same normal spread. Kilmer calling his signals. Dallas in a four-man front, flexing as the handoff is given to uh, Haraway again. Trying over right tackle, gets past the 25 to the 27-yard line. Charlie given the assignment again, and D.D. Lewis stopped his progress this time. Then there's a flag down there, and it was Bob Lilly, the right tackle, who uh, jumped offside. Uh, Lilly, as you know, is playing despite back muscle problems here today, and... Uh, he was the fellow that caused this penalty. So the Redskins had about five yards on the gain, but by taking the penalty, of course, they get another down to go along with the five yards, and that'll make it second down again, and about three to go for Washington at the Redskin 27-yard line. Speaking of penalties, Mark Duncan, he's the supervisor of NFL officials, warning both the Redskins and the Cowboys, the officials will be calling them close today. If in doubt, he's given them orders to call unnecessary roughness penalties after that crackback box controversy. 
Redskins in the eye again. Haraway and uh, Brown, and Larry's got his first call of the day. He's trying to get the yardage, but doesn't appear to have the first down stop short of it at the 29-yard line. As he got to the 29, he's hit by Cornell Green, the Utah State 11-year veteran with the Dallas Cowboys. Opening a hole was Paul Lavig, the left guard for the Redskins, and Brown misses the first down by about a half a yard. He's at about a foot, as a matter of fact. So it is third down and a foot to go, which is a relatively easy conversion point for Billy Kilmer's first third down play of the afternoon. Game having just started in Washington, the clock consuming a minute and 30 seconds so far, and of course no scores. The Redskins have the ball for the first time this afternoon. Lined up with two tight ends on short yardage now. The setback's in behind, Brown and Haraway, as Kilmer calls his signals. Dallas stacks up seven men up front. Hitting through goes Haraway, and it looks as if he has the first down. Leroy Jordan got him, pulled him back to the 30, but Charlie had gone past the 30th. First down for the Redskins. This is one of the uh, things about Billy Kilmer. He is very successful on third down. Converted 44% of them this year. And although he is not an accurate long-range passer, and there are many things they say Kilmer can't do, he seems to get the job done in key situations. Redskins switching their wide receivers. Charlie Taylor is coming to the near side left. Out right is Roy Jefferson. The backs are in the eye formation. Sometimes they'll spread out of that and ship the setbacks. This time Kilmer goes to the air, throws it, completes to Jefferson. He's got the 45-yard line of the 47. And the Redskins have a 16-yard pickup on the first pass of the day. Billy Kilmer finding Roy Jefferson on an up-and-in pattern up to the 46-yard line. You recall Haraway had the first down to 31. So there's a 15-yard gain through the air. Charlie Waters could not stop the completion of it. All he could do was to stop any further yardage from Roy Jefferson, who caught the only TD pass last week, you recall, against Green Bay. Once again now, the Redskins first and 10 at their own 46-yard line. Dallas uses a five-man line for the moment. Again, the pass is Travis Taylor past the 45 to the 43-yard line, and Gilmer picks up another 12 yards. And Cliff Harris got Charlie Taylor after he caught that pass. He's to the 41-yard line of Dallas, first and 10 for the Redskins. Leroy Jordan was the man on uh, Charlie Taylor that time. Taylor, the number one receiver for the Redskins this year, having caught 49 passes. He's been the number four receiver in the NFC. And all of a sudden, Kilmer's air game starts to work with perfection. When it's felt, of course, you'll have to beat Dallas on the ground for the most part with Brown. Here we go again as Billy calls signals, gives it off to Brown, going to the outside, reverses his field, comes back through the middle at the 40, the 35, the 33 yard line. And that's a game of about eight yards. Cornell Green was the man who got him. He's the strong safety man. So you can see that Brown was through the secondary and up to the last man before he was mailed after gaining eight and a half yards. Second down, one and a half. And a typical Larry Brown run because he completely eluded one tackler, appeared to be stopped at one point, and then after that got the huge game. Here come the Redskins. They started this drive back at their own 20-yard line. They've already moved the ball 47 yards in a sustained drive. Dallas back of the field defensively. Taylor to the left. Jefferson out right. Setbacks in behind Kilmer. The ball is given to Brown. He's got a blocker, but he's on his own now in trouble. And he's hit for a loss back of the 37-yard line. Cornell Green coming off that left side safety. Cornell will key as a strong safety on the tight end. Mac Alston, in this case, for the Redskins. And uh, pulling out running interference up front on, the, on behalf of Brown was Walt Rock. And he was pulled out of the play, and Brown was left on his own. He just couldn't outman three men for the Dallas Cowboys, and Cornell Green pulled him down. Austin coming to the bench, and uh, 
Jerry Smith goes in to replace him at the tight end spot. Here's Jefferson out left. This is a big play for Washington now. The first real critical play of the afternoon. Third down at about six to go at the Dallas 37. As Kilmer going to the air. Throws it over the top. Complete at the 30-yard line. Caught at the 30-yard line. Looks like it uh, might have been taken away by Dallas. It's being waved off. Leroy Jordan and D.D. Lewis are on top of Brown on the play. And it looks as though possibly a fumble after the reception on the play, and it's first and ten for Dallas. D.D. Lewis was the man who made the hit and recovering the ball. And coming out of the pack with it was uh, Cliff Harris, who felt that the play had not been blown dead and started down the left sideline. So there's a big break for Dallas. They get the ball at the 30-yard line on the turnover, the first of the afternoon, after the Redskins have moved the ball 50 yards. Here now is Roger Staubach. Lines up with a slot-back formation right. Sellers and Alworth uh, flooding the right side zone. Coming up on the play is Pat Fisher to defend. As this time, Staubach to Harris, and he's nailed at the line of scrimmage. Hit by Manny Siskunk, mainly leading the uh, whole closing efforts there. In case you just joined us, the Redskins move that ball on a sustained drive from their own 20 down to the Washington 30 before the fumble on the play. It's second down and 10 for Dallas now. Wide receiver out left. Is Ron Sellers calling his signals from the I formation as Staubach. He hands it off to Calvin Hill. Hill tries the left side and gets about three or four yards up to about the 34-yard line. Chris Hamburger, the great outside linebacker for the Redskins, got him. Hamburger and Pardee manning the outside, and Myron Potios is the inside the middle linebacker for the Redskins. Up front, they have Ron McCall and Verlin Biggs on the outside. Manny Sistrunk and Tyron Talbert are the uh, tackles. It's third down as Staubach is now faced with a third and sixth situation. The first time Dallas has had his hands on the ball as a result of the fumble on the pass reception for Larry Brown. Redskins have gone to a five-man defensive backfield now. Green, the Staubach has to go to the air, has setbacks behind him. Roger dropping back in the pocket, a throw pass, steps out of it now, being chased from behind, keeping it at the 35 to the 38. He is short of a first down. Staubach didn't like the pass patterns he saw presented to him downfield, and it was Bill Brundish who had a great game against Green Bay last week. He nailed Staubach short of the first down by about a yard. So Dallas goes from his 30 to the 39 and is forced to punt for the first time today. And Marv Bateman is in the kick. Washington taking over the fumble on Larry Brown's pass reception, ending their first drive after 50 yards. So as far as any advantage having gone in the first possessions, you have to say it's been a Redskin ball game so far, although scoreless. And the time remaining, uh, about 7.30 to go in the first quarter. Back to kick is Bateman. Our ball set and back to receive for the Washington Redskins is uh, Al Heyman. Coming down to him as a single safety at the 24-yard line. He's got it. Comes back to the 30, to the 33 after running it back nine yards. And there it'll be first and ten to go for the Washington Redskins. So on Bateman's first kick, coming down to the 23-yard line, that was a 37-yard kick for Bateman. Marv's normal average for the year has been 38. We've got a timeout on the field with the score. Dallas, nothing, and Washington, nothing. Seven minutes and 18 seconds remaining in a scoreless first quarter as the Washington Redskins are about to get their second possession. 
Their first was what you would call relatively successful. They proved that they could grind out some yardage, 50 yards in fact, but they fumbled at the end of it. Now they take over at their own 34. Up to the line of scrimmage, the Redskins with uh, Kilmer splitting his running backs, Brown and Haraway. Wide to the left side, Taylor. Outright is uh, Jefferson. As Kilmer with a five-man line in front of him. The uh, fake handoff on an action pass. Down to Taylor. Over his head incomplete. Billy Kilmer using a little play action there to try to pull those linebackers. And then shot a pass down to the left side over the head of Charlie Taylor. Mel Renfro and Cliff Harris double-teaming him down in that deep uh, right zone. We'd like to remind our uh, friends listening around the world today, Andy, uh, the, through the facilities of American Forces Radio Network, to grid fans around the world, and especially our many friends in the armed services, wherever you may be. Glad to be with you on this final day of 1972, and hoping that you'll soon uh, be with us back here on the mainland to see some of this great NFL action in person. Greetings from us to you here in the nation's capital. Don, at this very moment, Charlie Taylor has just gotten back to the Washington huddle. So if you don't think that was a long pass, I think that gives you some indication of it. Needless to say, he got down there a lot quicker. But that ball was in the air at least 50 yards. Once again, Kilmer's ready. Pitches back to Brown this time. Cutting it over left tackle. Couldn't get to the outside. Goes back to the line of scrimmage, but no further. Dave Edwards from Auburn, a 10-year veteran, making the stop on the play. Jerry Smith was the uh, man trying to turn that corner for Brown, but Larry just couldn't get around it. It'll be third down and 10 to go after the first incomplete pass. Say the most significant thing of the first drive for Washington starting at the Redskin 20-yard line, ending up the Dallas uh, 30, was the fact that Billy Kilmer was hurting that Redskin through the uh, Dallas defense through the secondary. As all set once again now. Here's Billy Kilmer with the setbacks behind him on third and ten. The handoff to Haraway, trying through the right side, gets up to about the 38-yard line where Charlie is hit. A gain of about five yards as Cliff Harris was the uh, man who made the stop. Cliff Harris from Washington Baptist College, and if you don't know uh, where that is, well, you don't know where Arkadelphia is. And Arkansans will help us out. They know where it is. Kilmer gambled that time uh, because he needed 10 yards. Uh, his most effective way to get it would be either to pass forward or to go to Larry Brown, but he felt that the Dallas team would also be expecting that, so he tried Haraway. It almost worked, but not quite. Mike Bragg is back to kick now for Washington. The second drive netting only about uh, nine, uh, six yards before they're forced to kick on fourth down. Bragg is back, back to receive for Dallas. Deep receivers, Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters, all taken at the 20-yard line, and hit immediately is Waters. Waters nailed the moment he caught that ball. Just as if a timing on the hit by George Berman perfectly. Kind of teasing Waters not to call for the fair catch and then timing his drive on him perfectly got him back at the 20-yard line. So that kick from the 39-yard line and down to the 20 was good for 41 yards from Mike Bragg. With a pause in the action here, the score with five and a half minutes to go in the first quarter in Washington. Dallas nothing, Washington nothing. As here's Dallas lined up now, Roger Staubach has the Cal Hill and Walt Garrison now in the I formation. Normal spread at either end. The handoff is given, this time to Garrison, and Garrison tries the middle but doesn't get very far. As tough as they come, if you ask the Dallas trainer, Larry Gardner, and he certainly should know better perhaps than anybody, Who's the toughest man on the team? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, Gardner will tell you, not only on this team, the toughest man I've ever seen is Walt Garrison. And he carries right through the middle that time. Opening up the hole was uh, Rayfield Wright. 
Pro Bowl's Fort Valley State star for Dallas. Al McClinton on the tackle in there from Iron Pontius at the middle linebacker post now for Washington. Second down, eight to go for Dallas now. Lined up with one running back, and in motion, this time comes uh, Garrison. The handoff is given to Calvin Hill. Hill through the middle, gets up to about the 37-yard line, gaining about four yards to for Harold McClinton. The middle linebacker made the stop with Ron McDowell, the left end defensively for the Redskins. Again, trying a hole through the uh, right side for Rayfield Wright. All-pro and uh, pro bowl in his first time last year in his six years in the game, and then he'll be in there again this year, voted to that honor. Rayfield Wright, the right tackle for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. He's the offensive co-captain of this squad. Bill Brundage has come in for Manny Sitzfrank. As the Redskins have gone to a five-man defensive backfield now, on a third down and four, as Strada goes back to pass, shoots it out 20 yards. It's incomplete. Intended there for Cal Hill. The intended receiver at the 30-yard line, broken up by Mike Bass beautifully. Mike Bass breaks it up, and for the second time in two possessions, Dallas is forced to kick. Having moved the ball seven yards to their 27-yard line, Al Heyman goes back as a single receiver today for the Washington Redskins, and Marv Bateman is back to kick. Marv Bateman, a former Utah star who led the uh, nation in kicking for two seasons while with the uh, another Redskin team up in uh, Utah. Waiting for the snap, has it, and gets his kick away. The ball angling toward the near sideline is bounding, takes an inside hop to Heyman. He's not going to bounce at about the 27-yard line. So that kick from the 27 to the 27, and that figures out to about uh, 46 yards for Bateman. Knocking him out was Gene Fugit on the uh, special team. And we've got a timeout called on the field below. The clock having stopped with four minutes to play in the first quarter. 11 minutes gone and a scoreless battle here between the Redskins and the Cowboys. The score, Washington nothing, Dallas nothing. The Dallas offense stymied so far. Here come the Redskins again. They have three first downs. As here's Washington, the line of scrimmage, the 27, first down and 10 out of the eye formation of the tailback round coming to the outside and run of the bounds near the 35-yard line. As uh, Larry Brown that time runs for almost eight yards before run out of bounds by Cliff Harris. Tom Landry, as he has his Dallas Cowboys on defense now, coaches what is termed a flex defense, calling for a designated lineman or two to play a step off the line to guard against the run, and uh, he, of course, in so doing, cuts down the blocking angles of that offensive charge. You have to be a disciplined person to play this kind of defense. Two men flexing, two won't. Once again, ready? As uh, up to the line of scrimmage comes Billy Kilmer, keeping the running backs in the eye formation. Taylor left, and Jefferson spread wide to the right. Through the middle this time goes Brown. Trying for those two yards, he didn't get them. Leroy Jordan, the middle linebacker, along with the entire front four for the Cowboys, stopped him as, however they were flexing that time, it closed up that hole. On Brown, jammed him up short by about a yard, and it's third down and one to go. Kilmer, on five passes today, has completed three of them. He's converted two third-down situations. And the blocking wall, all important for Larry Brown and the Redskins, has now had a change in it. John Wilbur is out at right guard, and they brought Ray Shonky in. Wilbur, recently off the injured list, uh, was activated just prior to the game today. Now all set, two tight ends in there with Taylor, the lone receiver, as Kilmer for short yardage, third and one, hands it off to Brown, and he appears to have the first down up to the 38-yard line where Bob Lilly closes up on him, but too late. 
Lee playing with that bad back. Seemingly improved over a week ago as John Wilbur, former Stanford star, opened up the hole through which Brown got the necessary yardage, taking it to the 39-yard line. And it's first and 10 for the Redskins at the Washington 39. Bob Lilly, who Tom Landry says exemplifies the Cowboys, has played in every Cowboy game, 169 of them since he joined the team back in 1961. First and 10 Redskins at the Washington 39. Taylor left and Jefferson a wide split to the right as he hands it off, fakes it to Brown. Now keeps it, Kilmer does. He's got some room at the 40, the 45, up to the 47-yard line goes Billy Kilmer. After some play action to Brown, faking, then Dave Edwards was the man who got him at about the 47-yard line. A game of about eight yards for Billy Kilmer and the Redskins. Kilmer has proven time and again a great competitive nature. After an early career as a backup man to John Brody out on the coast. Ended up in an auto accident down the San Francisco Peninsula, which almost uh, caused him to miss the rest of his football career. Out again in 65, and after taking the expansion draft by New Orleans, you saw that kind of play. Why Saints coach Tom Pierce says he was more suited to being a kamikaze pilot than a football player. Now Billy's ready again. This time hands to Brown. Brown tries, but doesn't get very far. Dallas is Pat Toomey. The right end closed up on him after a gain of about a yard and a half. And that'll make it second down call of eight to go. Pat Toomey, the right end defensively, hit Larry Brown. Walt Rock trying to clear the hole but couldn't open it. As Washington goes into the tunnel, let's take a five-second break here with a minute 30 to go in the quarter. No score. We'll pause five seconds for stations to identify themselves on this, the CBS radio network. They're going to measure for this uh, first down here and see whether or not the Redskins have it or not. Don, uh, this measurement, uh, what happened here was the first down was already signaled. The Cowboys requested that they come and measure it. And oddly enough, uh, we happen to have an angle on this particular call, and it was clear that the Redskins did have the first down, but the defensive team does have the right to ask for the measurement. They got it, and the news was still bad. That's the fifth first down for the uh, Redskins today. Three by rushing, two through the air, and Kilmer at midfield now, a sh yard short of it in his own territory, is ready, having started this drive of the Washington 27-yard line. He's got the running backs in an eye formation. Haraway and then Brown. He hands off with the tailback Brown, getting a block lead in front of him, past the 50 to the 46-yard line. As pulling out was Paul Lavig to run interference, Charlie Waters came up from the secondary. But we've got a penalty marker on the play, and it may be called back after a gain of about five yards for the Redskins. It was the flanker, Roy Jefferson, who jumped offside on the far side, and it will be motion against Washington. Interesting thing about uh, Billy Kilmer, I was mentioning about the tremendous competitive spirit. Billy compares uh, this week with a week ago against Green Bay. He says there was more noise a week ago as they were preparing for uh, Green Bay. Against Dallas, everybody got serious, Billy said. And as a matter of fact, it must have got to me, too, because I couldn't go to sleep much before uh, 12 o'clock at night and I woke up at 5 o'clock all week long so Billy might be a little short on sleep this week but it certainly has not taken anything away from his game he brings them up after that 5 yard penalty to a 1st and 15 situation now at the 44 yard line calling the signals with a normal spread Taylor left and Jefferson right Haraway and Brown the running backs Kilmer hands to Haraway coming to the outside couldn't turn it down he goes at the 46 yard line D.D. Lewis doing a great job at that outside linebacker spot on the right side and Pat Toomey the right end Charlie Haraway carrying that ball there's a fellow who does a lot for this ball club Andy and if you look back how important our first and last place uh, draft choices Charlie Haraway remember was picked on the 18th round back in 1966 
right uh, by Cleveland, I believe, and uh, he hasn't had a distinguished career as a ball carrier, but he's getting his share of publicity now because he's doing such a great job for Brown. As all set once again now, it is second down and 13 to go after a gain of two by Haraway. Billy Kilmer going to the air, throws out of the backfield to Brown. He's got it and falls forward to the 45-yard line. We'll see how they rule it. The Redskins, the Dallas Cowboys, did it's incomplete. But referee Jim Tunney doesn't go along with that. And Cliff Harris was the man who got him at about the 45-yard line. A gain on the play of nine yards makes it third down and four to go. Another point about uh, Haraway is the fact that, as you can see, he's running the ball a lot today, taking some of the pressure off Brown. But the fact is that Brown himself turns around and says, there's the guy, and he points to Charlie that's making it possible for me with as tremendous a blocking ability as there is in the National Football League today. And there you might have heard in the background, again, ending the first quarter. The end of the first period here in the nation's capital, a scoreless ball game, Dallas nothing and Washington nothing. Kilmer's got it now, the Dallas 45, over the top with a short pass coming out of the uh, tight end spot, Jerry Smith. It is incomplete. Crowd roaring with a flag might have been some question on it. There might be illegal use of the hands, defensive holding against Dallas, which would give the Redskins, of course, an automatic first down. They'll get the five yards, and uh, actually on both counts, they have enough yardage for the first down, but even had it been short on defensive holding, automatic first down for the Redskins. They've now moved the ball from their 27. As Andy mentioned a moment ago, Dallas stymied on their two possessions. They've gone nine yards and seven yards. Washington went 50 the first time, then six the second, and now they've advanced from the 27 of their own to the Dallas 40-yard line. Out of the eye formation they come, the ball to uh, Brown, he threw a hole for 35, down to the 30, into the 29-yard line by Cliff Harris. Harris, the safety man, the man depended on that time to stop Brown. After Larry tore over the left side, a uh, big hole opened up on that side through Terry Hermeling. It'll be a first down and 10 at the 29-yard line. And this is now the deepest penetration for either team. Remember when Kilmer threw that pass to Larry Brown? He caught it and was fumbling on the 30-yard line. Now we see the ball set up at the Dallas 29. Dallas has not been in Redskin territory all day. Roy Jefferson right, Charlie Taylor on left, calling signals Billy Kilmer. The back's in the eye behind him. Five-man front for Dallas. The handoff to the lead man, Haraway. Charlie goes down to about the 27-yard line where Larry Cole makes the stop that time. Again, Walt Rock, the former 49er, a 10-year man of the game, five seasons now, half of his career with the Redskins, opening up the hole that time at about the 25-yard line. Dave Edwards and Larry Cole teaming up, double-teaming on the tackle. It's second down after a gain of two, second down and about eight to go. Just short now of the Dallas 25-yard line. Redskins now in uh, position and posing the first real scoring threat of the afternoon. Taylor to the right, Jefferson out left. The ball taken by Kilmer, gives to the tailback uh, Brown, reversing himself, tries to cut back and does pass the 25 to the 23-yard line. Somebody's helmet pops loose, that's not the football, and Hugh and Lilly were the men who made the stop on Larry Brown. Well, that helmet belonged to Larry Brown, and that's the most expensive helmet on the field because it's the one that's equipped with the hearing aid so that Brown can better hear the uh, signals that snapped out by Billy Kilmer. What if they got a transistor... Uh microphone the sideline they talk to him too huh. that's illegal though yeah that's been tried it's third down and five to go now for washington here's a big play for you the redskins trying to convert to a first down or they'll be into a kicking situation they'd much rather have seven of course setbacks are in behind kilmer as billy goes back good protection throws it over the middle caught by haraway first down redskins 17 yard line 
coming out of the backfield, took a pass from Billy Kilmer, right on target. Dave Edwards stopped him, but not in time to avert the first down. First and ten Redskins at the Dallas 16-yard line. Remember, this drive started back at the Washington 27-yard line. They've now uh, moved the field 57 yards upfield. George Andre has come in now for Pat Toomey on that front line for Dallas. As the Cowboys back on their heels and running out of defensive room now. Here's Taylor, spread right, and Jefferson out left. As uh, Brown and Haraway lined up in a setback spot behind Kilmer. Dallas putting five men up front. Here's the handoff, giving it to Haraway. He slows, uh, tries to cut back for the hole, couldn't find it, and Pugh got him. Charlie Haraway, coming behind the lead block of uh, Larry Brown that time, cut back when he saw nothing opening, and he couldn't find anything by reversing either. George Andre and Jethro Pugh closing up the hole. So on uh, second down, and still 10 to go at the 16-yard line. Actually, no gain, no loss on the play. Second down and 10 to go for Washington at the Dallas 16-yard line. We've played about three and a half minutes now of the second quarter. Still scoreless here, in case you just joined us. Miami defeated Pittsburgh 21-17 and in the Super Bowl against the winner here. Here's the pitch back to Brown. Brown passed the 15 to the 13-yard line. Bob Lilly and Jethro Pugh stopping him after a gain of about three. Larry Brown, the ball carrier, and that'll make it a third down and about seven. Third and seven. Opening up the hole, trying to lead the blocking that time for the Redskins. Mac Olson, the tight end from Maryland State. Here's another big play for Billy Kilmer and George Allen to figure out from the sidelines. Billy calls about 98% of his plays, he'll tell you. Glad for the help on the other 2%, in contrast, of course, to Tom Landry, who is the brains of the playbook all through the game as far as any connection with his quarterback, Roger Staubach, who does none of his own play calling. And now here we go. Third down and eight to go. Big play for the Redskins. Calling the signals, Billy Kilmer. As Taylor right and Jefferson left. Fakes once, plump, now throws to the left, caught by Haraway at the 11-yard line. Inbounds he stays, Charlie Haraway taking the pass. Mel Renfro was the man covering on the play. The Oregon all-time great from the University of Oregon, a nine-year veteran with these Dallas Cowboys. And he had his man and stopped the first down. So the Redskins are forced into a kicking situation for three points, fourth down and about five to go at the 11-yard line of Dallas. Kurt Knight comes in. He kicked 14 out of 30 this year during the regular season. Nothing to be uh, very happy about, but three big ones last week against Green Bay. Holding now is Sam Weish at the 18-yard line. Waiting for the snap. The ball's back, placed down. Kick on its way, and that one is good. Washington has scored the first team on the board this afternoon as Kurt Knight Kicks one from 17 yards and gives the Redskins the lead. We've got a timeout here in the second quarter at uh, RFK Stadium. And the score, Washington 3, Dallas nothing. The midseason slump of Kurt Knight has ended just in time. It was Knight's field goal, which now has the Redskins ahead 3 to nothing, And it's a good thing, too, because Tony Fritsch, the kicker for the other side, has never missed inside the 30-yard line. As Knight now kicks off to Dallas, going into the end zone after it is Cliff Harris. He'll not run that back, and Dallas will have the ball at their own 20-yard line. Well, I'm sure George Allen, after marching, seeing his team march 62 yards, you like to feel that that would get you seven points if possible, but obviously uh, the Redskins did not have that good field position to start. But going from their own 27 down to the Dallas 11, finally to the fourth down kick on the part of Knight that gives the Redskins the 3-0 lead. 
And from this point on, the Redskin defense digs in now to try to stop a Dallas comeback from that three-point deficit. As to the line of scrimmage, Roger Staubach splits his backs out of the eye into a setback, Harrison and Hill. As Roger prepares to throw a pass to the right side, five yards out there, caught by Ron Sellers. And he goes down after about a five-yard gain. Whenever you think of Sellers, that brings up memories of last week, of course, out on the coast. Ron catching one of the biggest catches he'll ever have. The winning TD against the 49ers with those 56 seconds remaining on the Herculean comeback effort of Roger Staubach. Ron Sellers taking his first reception of the afternoon, a gain of six. He was knocked down as he caught it by Pat Fisher. Gain of seven, actually. Second down and three to go for Dallas. Cowboys using a slot back formation. Double slotted now to the left side, but one of those men, Garrison, moves in motion back to the right side. As again, one of these numerous sets for Dallas. Here's the handoff given to Hill. Hill's trying the right side, and down he goes. Todd Landry's offense is a multiple style attack, and we got a good good, uh, actual uh, comparison there of the different sets that he'll use. Tom's early day critics claimed it was so complicated that even his Cowboys didn't understand it. But if indeed that has been the case in the early going at Dallas, the combination of his being a great teacher and some very willing and able students have mastered the execution that has carried this uh, Dallas team now into its seventh playoff and a hope for third straight National Football Conference title. If that were to be the case, they would be the first team in history to gain three entries to the Super Bowl. Well, that time, some fancy work there just didn't work. And it's third down and seven to go now at the 24-yard line. Staubach going back to pass, being rushed, in trouble. Ducks out of it. He's still on his feet at the 25, but outmanned at the 28, down he goes. There's Staubach with that tremendous ability of his to seemingly be completely shut off. But somehow he puts his head down almost to his toes, ducks under everybody, and comes out of the trouble. He did not escape it completely, however. He ran into too much that he just could not cope with at the 28-yard line in the form of Berlin Biggs and Jack Party, and they got him at the 28. So it's fourth down and two, and Dallas, for the third time in three possessions today, is forced to kick. They have now gone on three drives, nine, seven, and eight yards. Testimony to the tremendous defense set up here by the Redskins. Now with a 10-man line on a rush, the lone receiver back here is Al Heyman. He's taking him to the bounce at the 26. He's got it there, comes to the near side. The Cowboys have him at the 27 after a one-yard run back. So from the 28 down to the 26-yard line, that was a 46-yard kick on the part of Marv Bateman. It'll be first and 10 for the uh, Redskins now at the Washington 27-yard line. We've got a timeout called on the field down below here at RFT Stadium. And with seven minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the first half of play, the score, Washington 3, Dallas nothing. Very soon now, we're going to begin to count and see whether the uh, Redskins are actually playing only 11 men on defense. It doesn't seem like it. The results are not like it so far because the Skins have completely bottled up the Cowboys' offense. As Don mentioned, in three possessions, no first downs. They've had to punt it back every time. And even the famed stallback run did not produce a first down last time, although he fell short by only about a yard. But normally when uh, the receivers go into pass patterns, it does open it up for a quarterback run. But somehow the Redskins are coming out from everywhere to stop the Cowboys today. Now it's Skins' possession. Andy, as a matter of fact, uh, I see by our stature that Roger Staubach is the leading rusher for Dallas so far today. There's one for him. Here, once again, Kilmer's ready. He hands it off this time to Haraway, the lead man out of the eye. He comes up to about the 28-yard line where Bob Lilly pulls him down. 
How many opponents have said about Bob Lilly, the best man they have ever faced? It's hard to believe that Bob Lilly, who weighs in at 260 pounds, looks back on his days in high school many years ago when he was underweight as a very frail freshman. So you 110-pounders have faith. If you want to play football, you might add 150 pounds. Bob Lilly certainly did. An all-pro seven years, nine pro bowls, plus the one coming up for Bob Lilly. It's about uh, 11 yards to go after a gain of a loss on that play. Second down, 11. Here's Kilmer faking off. Now throwing a pass out 20 yards, incomplete, intended on the near sideline for Charlie Taylor, the top receiver for the Redskins this year. But Charlie Waters, defending on the play, it was just out of his reach. And that'll make it third down, about 11 to go. Still for the Redskins, just short of their own 27-yard line. They're marking it well actually at the... Uh, at the 28-yard line, so a gain of about a half yard in that previous play before the pass. Makes a third down call, nine and a half to go for the Redskins. They lead it three to nothing by virtue of the 18-yard field goal by Kurt Knight. This, incidentally, is the same spot from which Washington started its last drive at their own 27-yard line. They took it downfield to the Dallas 11 before Knight kicked the field goal. Again, Taylor's to the short split right. Wide left is Jefferson. Calling his signals, Billy facing a five-man front for Dallas. Linebacker plugging. Here's Kilmer throwing a 35-yard pass down to Taylor. He's got it at the 30-yard line, the 21-yard line of Dallas. Billy Kilmer, perfectly on target, throwing to his top receiver of the year, Charlie Taylor. He caught it over the shoulder of Charlie Waters, caught it at the 30-yard line. Waters on his back at the 21-yard line. And there was a gain from the 27-28-yard line of Washington. The big play of the day to the Dallas 21, good for 51 yards on the play for the Washington Redskins, and they're posing a scoring threat again, carrying the ball game with everything the Dallas secondary can uh, stand now and then some. Kilmer striking through the air as beating Cornell Green on the play was Charlie Taylor. Roy Jefferson out right now, Taylor out left. As Kilmer calls his signal, setbacks in behind him. He has the ball. The back's crossing, the fake off, the pass is incomplete. As Haraway and Brown cross behind, Kilmer again trying to get some play action there to pull those linebackers and keep them honest. And then shooting a pass out of the right side, Charlie Waters defending on the play, the pass intended but incomplete for, Terry Smith, for Jerry Smith. It'll be second down and 10 to go for the Redskins now at the Dallas 21-yard line. The big play of the afternoon, a 51-yard gainer that time on that pass to Charlie Taylor. Kilmer now 7 for 11 today. And if that sounds like a lucky combination, well, Kilmer certainly has more than luck going for him. He's throwing with the best of them this afternoon. Now he's ready. Hands it off to Brown on a cutback. Cross blocks from the 20 down to about the 16-yard line. As Brown coming from left to right on a cutback through Jethro Pugh, uh, got him at about the 15, a gain of six yards on the play for Brown as John Wilbur opened up that hole and following him perfectly was Larry Brown, the NFC's rushing champion this past year. Two years out of the four that Larry's played now, he's led the NFC in rushing and uh, one of those years was the NFL leader. We've got an injured player down there, Andy. Can you see who that is? Yes, Don, it's the center. Uh, oh, no, wait a minute, let's check that. It's, uh, is that uh, Hoff? Terry Hermeling. We understand it's Terry Hermeling, the uh, left tackle. And uh, they're working over him right now. I didn't see actually how he uh, got shaken up on that play. It was obviously on a block against 
the Cowboys. And we do have a timeout here on the field with the score. Washington three and Dallas nothing. He uh, banged up his left knee and comes the sideline in favor of Ray Shockey now from SMU, a veteran of nine campaigns, seven of which he spent in the uniform of the Redskins. It's third down, about five to go at the Dallas 16-yard line for Washington as Kilmer drops straight back. Being rushed, throws his pass to the end zone to Taylor. Touchdown, Washington! Taylor taking another perfectly thrown pass from Billy Kilmer. Charlie Waters and Cliff Harris closing on Taylor, but too late. And Charlie, after that 51-yard pass downfield to set up the threat, closes it off with a scoring TD that makes it a 9-0 ball game for Washington. Kurt Knight kicking. Sam Weiss will be holding as waiting for the snap. On its way, the kick is good, and Washington takes what has to be assumed now as a commanding lead here in the second quarter. A lot of football yet to be played, of course, but the way the Redskins have been handling Dallas defensively, those 10 points look uh, pretty good for Washington right now. Although George Allen earlier in the week said when somebody asked him, how many points are you going to need to win, George? Well, he looked and uh, around behind him, and he looked up a little bit and around to the side and finally came out with a number 24. Well, since then, Dallas coach Tom Landry says 17 or 20 might do it. And if Tom is right, the Redskins are halfway home, Andy. It's possible that uh, right now Tom Landry might want to revise his estimate. He said 17 to 20 points. Uh, looking at the scoreboard right now and finding his team down 10-0, he might feel that it would take more. But the real story of this game so far has been twofold. A, I would certainly say it's been the Redskin defense, which has completely bottled the Cowboys. And number two, the passing, of course, to Charlie Taylor. Here's Kirk Knight's kickoff going into the end zone again, backpedaling to take it, but not to run it out is Charlie Waters. And that will be the uh, third time today that the Redskins have punted, uh, kicked into the end zone for Dallas. So for the third time in four possessions, Dallas now has to start a drive 80 yards away from that Redskin goal line. In case you just joined us, that was a 73-yard drive for Washington, starting back at their 27-yard line. A big play, a 51-yard gainer for Charlie Taylor on a pass from Kilmer, and then Billy coming right back to Charlie again for the 15-yard payoff pitch that puts Dallas 10 points in the hole. The Cowboys' line of scrimmage at their own 20-yard line. Setbacks in behind. Roger Staubach. He's going straight back to throw a pass. Flag thrown on the play. Staubach hit behind the line of scrimmage at the 16. He's sacked by four Redskins. The primary rush by Berlin Biggs, along with Manny Sistrunk. Roger Staubach. A flag had been thrown for something that happened up along the line of scrimmage on the play. And we'll see what it was in just a moment. Possibly holding against the Washington Redskins. And that'll be the biggest play Dallas has had all afternoon. You know, Don, they talk about turnovers, and of course they often are important. Uh, the one turnover in this game was against the Redskins. And that you won't find mentioned in the paper tomorrow should Washington be the winner. But this uh, penalty here definitely is against Washington as the ball comes all the way out to the 32-yard line of Dallas. Clock shows the five minutes and 20 seconds left to go now. This first half of play, Washington with a 10-0 lead, and Dallas at their own 32-yard line. 
The furthest they have moved so far today has been their 39, so they are seven uh, yards away from their deepest penetration, although never across the midfield stripe as yet. Here's Staubach again, this time has a slot back right, but coming out of his uh, garrison on a man in motion left. As Staubach fakes and runs past the 40, to the 45, to the 50. Got a block at the 45, the 40, and down to the Redskin 38-yard line with a great run by Roger Staubach. As he carried that ball that time from the 32, from the point at which the first down had been given on the penalty for illegal uh, use of the hands on Washington, and from his 32-yard line, Staubach with a great run down to the 39-yard line of the Redskins. Good for about 29 yards of the play before Brig Owens, the strong safety, made the stop. Roger Staubach, who has become the leading rusher of the afternoon now for, the, uh, for either team, as a matter of fact, now with that run. That's the first first down for Dallas. This time the handoff to Calvin Hill, and Hill carries past the 35 down to the uh, down to about the 34 before Verlin Biggs pulls him down. And Dallas comes back to set up a second down play now with about five to go. Let's pause briefly for station identification. Five seconds for our stations to identify themselves on the CBS radio network. One of them, and now has Dallas threatening at the Redskin 34-yard line. The handoff this time is given to uh, Walt Garrison, and Garrison goes past the 30 down to the 29, and it's now Dallas giving the Redskin uh, defense some trouble here. Dyron Talbert made the stop that time. It was Ralph Neely and John Nyland opening up the hole through which Garrison picked up some uh, yardage, very close to a first down, if indeed he hasn't got it uh, to that point. He's the number three all-time rusher of this Dallas squad now. Walt Garrison in his seventh season, all seven years, uh, being spent with the Cowboys who drafted him in the fifth round of 1966 and a great competitor, Walt Garrison. He can catch passes as well as run. Both he and Cal Hill, of course, in the Landry scheme of how to advance the ball through the air. The throw to the back coming out of the outfield, uh, uh, from the backfield, Calvin Hill and Walt Garrison have uh, been the leading receivers of the Dallas team rather than the wide receivers. Here once again, the handoff to Walt Garrison going for that necessary yardage. They were short by about a half yard. Garrison has the first down as Neely again opened up the hole and Myron Pontius made the stop for Washington at about the 28-yard line. First and 10 Dallas now. Neely doing a great job up front opening up the holes now on that uh, left, uh, on his left side, the right side of the Redskin defense. There's a fellow who was injured riding a motorcycle and missed the Super Bowl last year, injured in midseason, and boy, how he'd like to be up against Miami and get his first chance. Ten points down, though, Dallas, but threatening now to get on the scoreboard for the first time at the Washington 28-yard line, first and ten. As Staubach calls his signals, hands it off to Cal Hill, who's going to throw a pass down to Garrison, incomplete. There again is some of that Tom Landry trickery, and it almost worked as Staubach handed that ball to Cal Hill, who then rolled out right. Had plenty of time. Walt Garrison was the uh, man downfield. Rosie Taylor defending on him, and it was just overthrown a bit. Otherwise, Dallas was close to six points. Lance Alworth had come back out of the play and drawing the defense on that uh, redskin out of that zone, and Garrison went into it. So it'll be now second and ten for Dallas. As the Redskin fans here chant defense now. Washington with a five-man front. Staubach calling signals. Over the top quickly, but incomplete. Intended for Mike Sitka. 
Coming off that tight end on a cutback, straight through the middle, the pass is incomplete. Now that will make it third down and 10 to go for Dallas. Jack Pardee was the man who got a hand up on that ball. Mike Ditka, 12-year veteran, four years after uh, playing with the Bears and the Philadelphia Eagles. Mike Ditka, the intended receiver that time, will make it third down and 10 to go for Dallas. They started this drive, and it's been their most productive one of the afternoon for their own 20-yard line. And the big play, a run on the part of Roger Staubach. This is the fifth tie today. The Dallas has had a third down attempt to convert. They've got third and ten as Staubach goes back to pass. Looking downfield, throwing over the head of the intended receiver, Billy Park. Incomplete. Mike Bass was defending against the pass. It is way over his head incomplete. And Dallas will have to settle for a try at three points. Coming in to attempt the field goal, Tony Fritz, who kicked three of them last uh, week against the 49ers from 37, from 45, and from 27 yards out. He is the number three kicker of the NFC this year, and he's stationed now from the hold of Craig Morton at the 35. So this is within good range for Tony Fritz. Waiting for the snap as Dallas tries to get back within the touchdown comeback range of the Redskins. Hands out stretch is Morton. Craig places it down. The kick is on its way. Has good distance. And it is good. As that ball actually uh, carried. I don't know if that hit the uh, crossbar there or not. Whether it hit the goal post as it went through. But it is good for Dallas. And Tony Fritch is not going to argue about that. If he can kick him within inches and still get the three points, that's all right. It did hit the upright on the, on the uh, field goal attempt. And for the first time today, Dallas is on the scoreboard and trailing 10 to 3. Don, there's not a great deal of time remaining here in the first half. Only 2 minutes and 32 seconds. And it hasn't been a good one for Dallas, but they are now showing signs of coming back. Remember, they are the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, it's the first time that a fourth qualifying team, a so-called wild card team, has gotten this far. So needless to say, a wild card team has never gone all the way to the Super Bowl, which is exactly what the Cowboys are hoping to do, so that they can indeed defend their championship there against the team that they beat last year, 24-3, the Miami Dolphins. Miami won its game earlier today over Pittsburgh, 21-17. The Steelers doing a tremendous job, despite the fact that their quarterback, Terry Bradshaw, was hurt early in the game, and they had to go with the second liner uh, in place of Bradshaw. So with two minutes and 32 seconds left to go, we're going to see the Redskins get the football once again. The ball, by the way, has just blown off the tee. And Tony Fritsch, who was just successful on a 35-yard field goal, goes back and uh, tees it up again. Deep receivers now for Washington are Bob Brunet, along with uh, Kurt Mulkey and Al Heyman. The kick coming downfield into the end zone for a touchback. Mulkey places it down, and Washington will have it first down and 10 at the Redskins 20. That drive of Dallas is carried from the Cowboy 20 to the Washington 28. That's been by far their best uh, drive of the afternoon, 52 yards for the field goal from Tony Fritch, out from the 35-yard line. Washington up the line of scrimmage now as Kilmer, with Haraway and Brown in behind him, has Taylor. 
who figured so prominently in that last touchdown drive at the right, and Jefferson left, the handoff to Brown. Brown gets a couple of yards, driving over the left guard spot before Bob, uh, Bob Lilly pulls him down. Paul Labbing was the man who uh, helped open up that hole for him, and that'll make it second down and about eight to go. Redskins have a weight advantage uh, when they're on defense. 266 pounds per man up front, giving them a 20-pound weight advantage per man against the Dallas offensive line, which averages 246. For the combination on the field right now, the Dallas defensive unit, of course, as is always the case, outweighs the Redskins offensive line, but they don't have quite that advantage. 12 pounds per man. Average of 254 against 242. Down on the field, we've got another timeout. And at the moment, uh, Washington leading Dallas by the score of 10 to 3. It's the two-minute warning to the benches here prior to the half. In case you just joined us, to recap briefly for you, both teams have had the ball four times. This is Washington's fifth drive of the afternoon. Washington's first drive went 50 yards before Larry Brown fumbled on a pass reception. The second time they were forced to punt. The third time, Kurt Knight hit an 18-yard field goal for the first three points of the game. And the fourth time, with two long passes, one of them 51 yards, good to Charlie Taylor. And the second one, the payoff, touchdown pass from 15 yards out. Those last two drives going 62 and 73 yards. For Dallas, in their four possessions, they've had to kick on uh, the first three. The first one went nine yards, the second one seven, and the third one eight. And finally, Roger Staubach seemed to find the key to being locked out previously by the Redskin defense, mainly on some fancy running of his own. And he drove from his own 20 to the Washington 28, where Tony Fritz just a moment ago kicked that 35-yard field goal after a 52-yard drive. So as you can see, Washington's had much the better of the stats, but now a 10-3 lead is nothing from which they can feel secure at this moment at their own 22-yard line ahead 10-3 in the closing two minutes of the first half of play. Here come the Redskins, the line of scrimmage. Jefferson comes out of the near side right, and Charlie Taylor is to the other side this time, Plankard left. The handoff is given to Haraway, cutting back in over tackles, goes past the 20 and up to about the 24-yard line. Couldn't get to the outside. Bob Lilly saw to that. Charlie Haraway behind a lead block of Paul Lavig. Lavig, who won the, the starting job as a rookie three years ago. He's got the job of taking on Bob Lilly today. And that's a job and a half. Bob, of course, has had a bad back in his uh, defensive coach for the Redskins. Ernie Stoutner will tell you that even at uh, half speed, Lilly is a match for most uh, offensive linemen of the National Football League. Once again, ready up the line of scrimmage on a third down and sixth situation is Billy Kilmer. Dallas plugging two linebackers and through the middle on the play. And Kilmer handing to Larry Brown, and Brown doesn't get it. And the Redskins are bogged down, only six yards upfield from the start of the drive, and they'll have to kick. Bob Lilly again on the tackle that time. Cody Smith comes in at left end, uh, replacing Larry Cole on uh, third down defensive situations. Len Hoff was the man trying to open up the hole that time, but he just could not do it through Bob Lilly again. And Washington is forced to kick for the second time in five possessions today. And Mike Bragg comes in for that punting duty as the uh, Redskins talk things over at their own 25-yard line. The clock now down to one minute and three seconds of the first half. Washington leading Dallas by the score of 10 to 3. Repeating again in case you missed it, the fact that Miami won the American Football Conference title today, beating Pittsburgh 21 to 17. 
Although a great effort on the part of the Steelers, who lost the services of Terry Bradshaw for a good part of the game through a shoulder injury. And all set now is Bragg kicking back to uh, Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters. Waiting for the snap, and Bragg gets his kick, a wobbly short one, bounding up past midfield of the 45, takes a red skin hop right into the hands of the 38-yard line of uh, Charlie Waters, and he's down there at the 38-yard line. So from the 26 for Bragg, down to, uh, they're going to spot it now at about the 39-yard line. That kick is good for 35 yards. Mac Alston on the kicking team, the special team for the Redskins, who've done a great job this year under Marv Levy here made the stop on the play. First and ten for Dallas. The Staubach in the closing minute tries to get something going. Throws it out to midfield. Caught by Lance Allworth at the 46-yard line. Down he goes in the grasp of Brigo as the strong safety. Down with the clock also a factor here. It would appear that the best the Cowboys could hope for here as we conclude the first half would be position for a field goal. I would be surprised to see Staubach uh, unless he gets lucky on uh, one of his long scrambles or something like that, go for a touchdown rather than just a field goal. They have taken now one of their timeouts. They would still have two remaining, and the clock shows 43 seconds left to go here in the second period. They're at the 46-yard line of the Redskins. Uh, well, I guess we'd have to say that actually at this moment they're already within field goal range. They would like to get even closer to make it more of a sure thing. Their field goal kicker, Tony Fritsch, is a good one. Uh, he has never missed inside the 30-yard line. He has kicked 21 of 36 during the season. And uh, he does, however, get off a rather low trajectory. And, of course, the Redskins special teams have been excellent in that category this year. And it will be interesting to see whether they go after him should he try one here of a relatively long range. But at any rate, 43 seconds left to go here in the second period. And the Redskins lead the game 10-3. to And I think from the Dallas point of view, they would certainly rather be in the locker room only four points down than seven, and it would make a difference in their strategy as they come out to start the second half. I don't know whether we've mentioned it or not, but all of the Dallas plays are being called from the bench in the person of Tom Landry. All of them, of course, with the exception of the ad-lib scrambles that Staubach is so good at. The opposite is true for Washington. Billy Kilmer calls his own plays. As here comes Dallas now to the line of scrimmage, set up at the Washington 46-yard line. As Cal Hill and Walt Garrison, Garrison slotted, Staubach in trouble, dancing out of a hole again. The 45 to the outside of the 40, trying to get out of bounds, but couldn't to stop the clock. It's still going at about the 38-yard line. As Staubach scrambling again, given running room by that Redskin defense. Chris Hamburger got him. Washington's defense, they have to stay on those receivers longer with Staubach back there than a man such as Craig Morton you might compare it to because he's constantly moving out of that pocket as he did again. It takes uh, an average receiver, you put him against a top-rated defender and given enough time, that receiver will eventually get open. And that, of course, is what George Allen and his Redskins have to be careful of today. Staubach gives his receivers that extra time, but if Rodgers still doesn't like it, man, he can run. He went eight yards that time. It'll be second down and two, and Dallas has just used up its last time out. Staubach was racing for the sideline, trying to get out to stop the clock and therefore conserve the timeout, but to no avail, tackled there at about the 38-yard line. So with 30 seconds remaining, Dallas is still a long way off from field goal range, and undoubtedly Roger Staubach would like to put them just a little bit closer. Well, that kind of play, Washington's front four has to, uh, they have to spread a bit to contain Staubach because of his moves to the outside. And then Roger, when they do that, he has the knack of picking up that hole in that rush. Rusher, therefore, uh, has to try to keep from giving him those holes. 
That time he cut right through the middle, then out for the right. Here we go. Double slot to the right side. Lone running back is Cal Hill. Here's Staubach going back to pass. Throws a long one down to the goal line. And to Alworth. Incomplete at the four-yard line to Lance Alworth. That pitcher broke it up for Washington. Playing his own defense. The Redskins, the ball was thrown high enough that they got four men converging on Alworth and Lance got a hand on it but uh, couldn't outfight Pat Fisher for the ball. So it is third down and two to go. The, uh, the uh, clock stopped, of course, on the incomplete pass and now reached 23 seconds as Dallas fighting back from a seven-point deficit here trailing 10 to three. Son, that ball was thrown just a little bit short and oddly enough, when it's thrown short, it gives more people a chance to converge on it and yet you'll see fewer penalties called on that type of pass than the long ones that they're racing after. Once again, here goes Starback back to pass. He gets it off. It's caught by Sellers at the 20. He's down to the 16-yard line. Ron Sellers taking the pass thrown by Roger Starback and now they got plenty of room for a field goal. There are nine seconds left. They're waving a timeout here for Dallas. They've run out of will merely try to stop the clock if he can, throwing an incomplete pass, which he does, and that stops the clock for two seconds. The pass going to the right sideline as Ron Sellers comes up with a knee, another key reception there for the uh, Dallas Cowboys at the 16-yard line. It puts them within easy field goal range for Tony Fritch. kicking out of the hole to Craig Morton now, trying for the uh, Cowboys' sixth point of the afternoon, lined up at the 23-yard line. Waiting for the snap, kick is on its way, and that one is no good. The kick is no good for Dallas. Tony Fritz was certainly in no trouble as far as distance was concerned, but his aim was bad. And so the gun sounding the end of the first half here at RFK Stadium in Washington, where the score is Washington 10 and Dallas 3. Well, there's a big cheer for the Redskins as they come out here. And, Carl, I know you want to get back to your uh, notepad down there. And, again, congratulations on the great job the Dolphins did against the Steelers. Thank you very much, Ben. Carl Passett, the offensive backfield coach of the Miami Dolphins, who beat Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship game today, 21-17. Now let's pause five seconds for stations to identify themselves on the CBS radio network. The Washington Redskins take the playing field here along with the Dallas Cowboys. This is Don Klein at RFK Stadium, and it's my pleasure to introduce a gentleman who has covered major sporting events around the nation for many years, including last year's Super Bowl game here on CBS, Andy Musser. Andy? Right, Don, thank you very much. A quick look at a few of the statistics here today. And they certainly would reveal that uh, the Dallas Cowboys are uh, trailing the Redskins as the scoreboard shows 10 to 3. In terms of offensive plays, the Redskins had it 40 times to only 24 for Dallas. Uh, by going by the clock, the Redskins had it almost 20 minutes and only 10 minutes for Dallas. Third down conversions, the Cowboys didn't get any. Seven out of 11 for Washington, and anytime you get above 50% in that category, you're doing very well. 
11 Washington first downs, 5 for Dallas. In total yardage, 194 for the Redskins, who are now taking the field to the cheers of their fans here at RFK Stadium. 113 yards for Dallas. 75 rushing yards for Washington, 67 for Dallas. A couple of quick individual figures. Larry Brown has 49 yards on 13 carries. Haraway, 18 yards on 8 attempts. For Dallas, their leading rusher, Roger Staubach, with 46 yards on four separate rushes. His long was 29 yards. In the receiving department, Taylor has three catches for Washington. One, of course, was the touchdown. Sellers has two receptions for the Cowboys. Cowboys will be receiving to our right. And Kurt Knight is the kickoff man for Washington. Harrison Waters are back deep. And the kickoff is high into the air, going back deep and off the fingertips of Harris, way back deep in the end zone. And so it will be at the 20-yard line that the Cowboys put it in motion. Roger Staubach, who has the plays called for him from the bench, is coming in. And Carl Tassif was telling us that even though some of his runs seem very much like ad-lib affairs, they often are not. Uh, that the Staubach runs are very definitely in the Dallas playbook. So the Cowboys, with some catching up to do, continue to use Walt Garrison and Cal Hill in the backfield, and now they line them up in the I formation, putting Allworth in motion to the right. Pitch the back, and it's Calvin Hill, and Pardee really got under him and dumped him for a loss. A loss back to the 12-yard line as Calvin Hill was dumped by left-side linebacker Jack Pardee, who was the man who administered the famous crackback block. So it now becomes second and 18 yards as the Washington defense starts out the third period in a great fashion. And what encouragement they are going to get all afternoon from their fans here at RFK Stadium. They've already had considerable encouragement already. Second and 18, beginning to get just a little dark here at RFK Stadium with the kickoff at 3 o'clock Eastern time. This time saw back to throw, swings it out to the right, completes the garrison. He's at the 15 to the 20 and gets out across the 25-yard line where he is brought down. Blaine Nye was out in front with a key block and again it's Pardee all over the field today making the tackle. It was Pardee a moment ago, who dumped Calvin Hill. So now the ball's at the 25-yard line where it becomes a third and five. Mentioned before, Dallas has not converted a single third down this afternoon. And yet, as our halftime guest of the Miami Dolphins, Carl Tassis, said, Dallas did get its momentum going toward the end of the second period. Third and five, a big play for Staubach now, and the same for the Redskins' defense. Dumped it over the middle. It is complete to the tight end, Ditka. He appeared to have yardage for the first down. Then he was driven backward. I feel very sure there will be a measurement on this one. Ditka grabbed the reception. Then it was Chris Hanberger, the right side linebacker, who drove him backward. Surely Dallas will want to call for the chains, which here in the second half are being kept on the near sideline. But no, apparently the yardage was significantly short enough that... Uh, they did not make it. So it continues to be a lack of third down conversion turning Dallas today. Marv Bateman is their punter. Now 
Melvin Heyman back as a single deep safety for the Redskins, standing at his team's 30-yard line. Bateman is at his team's 15. Manders making the snap. Pretty good rush put on, but he gets it away, and a fair catch is called by Heyman, who takes it at his own 28-yard line. There's testimony to the uh, Dallas punt coverage when Heyman goes for a fair catch. Believe me, uh, the punt coverage is there because there's nothing this boy would rather do than run a kickback. He uh, actually called only one fair catch all season long. And there you have one there. Redskins ball, their own 28. Redskins, first possession of the second half. They also bring their backs out in the eye formation for the first time today. Taylor is the wide receiver on the right. Dallas showing the uh, blitz, but not coming with it. And the handoff goes to Larry Brown, who gets out to the 30-yard line. Bob Lilly, who has been in there all the way today. To my knowledge, Lilly has not been out to, for a single play when his team was on defense, making the stop. Lilly said that his back felt so good, it was actually better than before he had the spasm. Make it a second down and eight yards to go as that carry netted two. Again, Taylor coming to the near side. Haraway, the right setback, Brown on the left. Kilmer to pass over the middle. He completes it to Taylor at the 40-yard line. He gains additional yardage out to the 42. D.D. Lewis, linebacker on the right, filling in for the injured Howley, makes the stop with the skins have a first down. The first first down of the second half. key plays today. Billy Kilmer has certainly not been bashful about putting the ball in the air. And uh, with the threat of the running game always present because of someone like Larry Brown in the lineup, it makes the passing that more effective. Mac Alston in at tight end for Jerry Smith. Mark Washington in at left cornerback for Dallas. First down. Call it the 41-yard line of the skin. Dallas looking for the run. And the handoff goes to Larry Brown. He will get very short yardage this time, probably only a yard. Middle linebacker Leroy Jordan, right linebacker Lewis, again combining for the stop. Second down and nine yards to go. All of Washington is crazy about its Redskins. This town was excited last night. There was uh, quite a party held prior to the game uh, at the NFC headquarters hotel here. And Washington fans are fired up about their football team being in the playoffs for the first time in some 40 years. Kilmer pitching out to Brown again on the right, but this time he is stacked up hard. D.D. Lewis comes in to meet him, and there may be a very, very slight gain on the play, but it's not significant. Good block by Charlie Haraway, but it did not enable Brown to spring free as the ball remains on Washington's 43-yard line, and it now becomes third down and eight yards to go. Jerry Smith back in at tight end. Seven of 11 third down conversions for Washington. Dallas, of course, has failed on all of his hits, including one here in the second half. Third and eight. Long count by Kilmer. He's going to put the ball in the air. Scrambles to his left, being chased by Lilly. Gets to the 50-yard line and is in Cowboy territory at the 49, and he might have the first down. Here again, he appeared to have the yardage and then was driven back. He is very, very close to having the first down if he doesn't have it. 
Gilmer on a rollout left decided to keep. They're going to bring the chains in, I think. Jethro Pugh, left defensive tackle, middle linebacker Leroy Jordan getting together for that stop, and the chains indeed are being brought from the right side of the field. A pickup for Kilmer of about eight yards, and he's going to be just inches short. The Redskins will not take any chances here, and they will be punting the ball, despite the fact that it's only inches to go on fourth down. Mike Bragg, five-year veteran from Richmond, is in the game, and he will be doing the punting. Dallas to use a double safety of Harris and Waters. And with nine minutes and ten seconds left to go here in the third period and the clock running, the Cowboys will get the ball back, trailing by seven points. Bragg standing on his own 36. Gets it away high, not especially deep. Fair catch called for by Harris. And he has taken the ball at his own 20-yard line. There's a pause in the action with the score, Washington 10, Dallas 3. Temperature so mild. From the 19-yard line, the Cowboys have the ball. And this is Calvin Hill with the handoff after they had put Allworth in motion. And he gets out short of the 25-yard line. Tackled by Jack Pardee, who's been doing a tremendous job from his left-side linebacking position here in the second half. Neely and Nylon, the uh, left side of the Dallas offensive wall, doing some good blocking that time third down and only uh, five yards necessary for the first third and five or did I say third down excuse me second down second and five ball out just shy of the 25 yard line the eye formation is what the Cowboys are using and it's a play right up the middle Garrison this time on the heavy duty carry and is stopped at the 29 yard line by Myron Patios the middle linebacker from Notre Dame. Again, Nyland, who will be in the Pro Bowl again this year, executing a fine block to help Garrison along and get it out to the 29. And you mentioned that Pro Bowl, and in fact, uh, the Cowboys have half a dozen in it. Cornell Green, along with Calvin Hill, and Bob Lilly up front with John Nyland, Mel Renfro, the cornerback, and Rayfield right. Uh, this while they're measuring for the first time below. Washington has five men playing in the Pro Bowl in Dallas. Larry Brown and Chris Hamburger, of course, are in it, along with Billy Kilmer, Charlie Taylor, and he certainly uh, attested to his uh, value for any pro club in that uh, Pro Bowl game with his great catching here today, and Len Hoss at the center. Those five and Dallas at six. That game to be carried here on CBS Radio out of Dallas January 21st. Just under eight minutes to go here. They did not make the first down. They were short by inches. We're in the third period with eight minutes to go. A handoff to Garrison, and again, he was stopped in his track. There might be another measurement for the first down because it was so close, but uh, he didn't gain much yardage, if any, as Ron McDowell moved in from the left side to help on the stop. And there will not be a measurement. The Richkin defense has again held. That's seven third-down tries for the Cowboys and zero successes. Mark Bateman, he's been kind of busy today, will again be back in punt formation for Dallas. Washington, again, is using only a single safety. Alvin Heyman now moving up from his 25 to just beyond the 30. 
Bateman standing at his own 14 will probably hit it about the 17. Gets a high snap to the right side and gets it off very nicely. The rush was not on. Heyman calling for a fair catch, and he will make same at the 23-yard line of Washington. Redskins ready to put the ball in gear again. They have the scoreboard lead 10 to 3, despite the fact that there has been no scoring here in the third period. And there's a timeout on the field with the score, Redskins 10, Cowboys 3. The story of the Washington Redskins this season has been a story of a second-half football game. Uh, in fact, they were trailing in 11 of their 15 games this year and came back to become victorious enough times to rack up a regular season record of 11-3, and three. and of course they already have one victory in the playoffs. Here they go on first down, starting from their own 23-yard line. On first down, ball is given to Larry Brown, gets out to close to the 30-yard line. Jethro Pugh, left tackle for the Cowboys, is there to make the stop, and a good block by that running mate, Charlie Haraway. We've mentioned his name several times today. As Larry Brown is able to advance it seven yards, second down and three yards to go. There was no scoring in the first quarter today. Second period, all of it occurred with Washington first scoring on a field goal, then adding a touchdown, then Dallas coming back with a field goal. Second and three. Give to the second man through, which is Brown. He will gain a yard out to the 31. Lilly and Pugh were there to scissor him off as he came right through the center of the line. And now Jerry Smith is moving back into play at tight end. Len Hoss executed the fine block on that last carry for Brown. And uh, the offensive line for the Redskins has been very effective this year. They have permitted only 11 dumps. Both of the tight ends are in now, Smith and Austin. And it is third down and two yards necessary for the first. The ball at the Washington 31. Tight formation. Kilmer dropped the ball. Flag is down. It's loose on the field. Who's going to have it? Dallas tries to go after it. It's fumbled once. Another mad scramble, and the Redskins have recovered. That was the slipperiest we've seen the ball all day. As Kilmer dropped it, when he did, a flag immediately went down. The Cowboys appeared to be in position to recover it. They couldn't get the handle. It squirted away again. And finally, it's Washington reclaiming the football. And the man recovering it was Jerry Smith. That's the wildest series of bounces we've had in this game today. The penalty, apparently, against Washington declined by the Cowboys who want possession of the ball. And Washington now will have to punt with Mike Bragg dropping back deep. That's the first uh, flaw that we've seen in the Redskins today, although they did have an earlier turnover. It didn't hurt them. It was on their first possession. Waters and Harris are the deep men. They are standing. Uh, well, now they're even moving up. They were back at their own 40. Now they're up to the 45-yard line. Bragg receives the snap and hits it about the 7-yard line. Not a very high kick. Coming to Harris at the 40-yard line. A flag has gone down. He was hit hard and dropped almost immediately. Now down on the ground, we see Charlie Waters, who apparently was shaken up on that play. And I wouldn't be surprised we're going to see a clipping call on this. Rusty Tillman made the stop for the Redskins. Waters is still down just inside the 40-yard line for Dallas. 
the penalty is going to be going uh, against the Cowboys. You know, Andy, as this uh, Dallas team takes over the ball, I'm reminded of the fact that you hear so much about uh, George Allen and his uh, Washington Redskins, the over-the-hill gang, they call them. But I think a lot of uh, our listeners would be surprised to know that Dallas's offensive unit actually is older. The line averaging 28 and two-thirds years, if you want to figure it out, against 20, uh, 27 and three-quarter for Washington, the Dallas backs are 28 and a half years of age on an average compared to 27 and three-quarter for the Redskins. So... Uh, actually, the Redskins have the edge in youth where that offensive unit is concerned. We've got a pause in the action here now with a score. Washington 10 and Dallas 3. It's actually the uh, Washington defense, which has seniority rights where age is concerned, and uh, on the Cowboys, maybe that's where they get more of that over-the-hill gang. They average, the Redskins defense does, 29 and two-thirds years against the Dallas average of 28 years per man, but... George Allen says he doesn't worry a thing about that. He'll keep making trades for fellows like Roy Jefferson for draft choices because as far as he's concerned, he says, he's my draft choice. And I'll challenge anybody in the NFL to get a man who can play better football than Jefferson, just as an example, when you talk about trades. Still on the uh, ground below down there for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, Charlie Waters is the injured man, and Andy, he seems to be in real trouble. Yes, we've received information, Don, that it's his left arm which is injured, but I also have the feeling that he must have had the wind knocked out of him because he is still down there, and uh, it shouldn't take a man that long to get up, uh, regardless of the severity of an arm injury, but he is still down at the Dallas 38-yard line. He was not the man who received the punt, despite the fact that he was back in the deep double safety. Cliff Harris received it, and then there was a clipping call that went against Dallas, so when the Cowboys finally do put the ball in play here with five minutes and 31 seconds left in quarter number three. It will be back at their own 24-yard line because of the 15-yard penalty assessed for the clip. So it was Harris who had taken the reception, and whether it was Waters himself who uh, committed the clip, we don't know, but Dallas certainly got the worst of that. Uh, the penalty is against them. The injured player also is on the Dallas side of things. And they are, of course, as we've been telling you, on the short end of the score here. Redskins 10, Dallas 3 in the third period. We're looking actually here today at two uh, different football philosophies in contrasting not only the approach to the game itself, but the manner in which uh, George Allen and Tom Landry have built these two grid machines. Landry, starting from scratch with Dallas's expansion, created squad of 1960, you remember, and has built them on the premise of once a cowboy, always a cowboy. A strong case in point. And this is uh, amazing. Every starter on the Dallas defensive unit having played his entire career with the Cowboys. On the offensive unit, only Ron Sellers, Lance Alworth, and Mike Ditka are transplants from other teams. In contrast, 13 of the 22 Redskins starters played elsewhere before coming to Washington. A flock of them, of course, lifted from the Rams by Allen when he came east two years ago. So it's an interesting contrast not only of how they play the game, but how they acquire men to play it between Tom Landry and George Allen. Andy? As Charlie Waters is being helped from the field, they first took his jersey off. I can't recall ever having seen that before, but he left the field without his jersey on and with considerable help. So now the Cowboys are ready for their possession at their own 24-yard line, and they're using a slot left formation, putting Hill into that slot. Sawback goes to the air, and it was a real lame duck, a real wobbler, intended, I believe, for Billy Parks, but it certainly didn't get very close to him out on the right flat. 
Ron McGoal giving considerable uh, impetus to that bad pass that time. Manny Sistrunk is now leaving the field. You know, this is really the age of the specialist, and uh, both teams are using particular players in their defensive lineups especially, and of course it's true on offense too, but they use it depending on exactly what the down and yardage uh, situation is. This is something that started a long time ago with the extra back for passing, but it's become a great deal more sophisticated. Saw back to pass, delivers it over the middle, and it's complete at the 29-yard line to Walt Garrison. Completion at the 29. Cowboys started this series at the 24, so they still need five yards, and it's third down. Tackle made by Chris Hanberger to stop that last play. Clock shows just over five minutes here in the third period. Harold McClinton coming into the middle linebacking position for the Redskins now as Myron Patios goes out. And we've just received the official word now that Charlie Waters has suffered a broken left arm. Third and five for Dallas from the Cowboy 29-yard line. Stallback goes back into the pocket. It's a good one. He fires long straight over the middle. And the pass is off the fingertips of Hayes. He was covered on the play by Mike Bass, Bob Hayes. On a fly pattern down the left sideline, was in a battle for that ball, possibly thrown just a little shy, giving Bass an equal opportunity for the ball, and as a result, neither caught it, and it goes incomplete, and so now the Cowboys are going to have to punt. And this time... The Redskins are going to use a double safety. It's going to be Ted Vactor and Alvin Heyman. With Bateman standing back at his own 14-yard line. Snap sends him to the right just a little bit. He gets away another fine kick. Bateman has had the best of the kicking here today. At the 25, it's taken by Heyman. Heads to the near sideline. And now gets cut down back at the 22-yard line. Heyman did not call for the fair catch. Was unable to gain any additional yardage. Let's pause five seconds for stations to identify themselves on the CBS radio network. Time in the second half. They've been forced to kick both previous occasions. Dallas is now in three possessions, punted three times, uh, with nobody able to master the defense of the opposition so far in the second half. Well, Don, we speculated that this might be a defensive game, and that's exactly what we're seeing. Here's the first down pass out to Charlie Taylor, and it is complete at the 26-yard line as he just ran the simple down and out. And that pass, of course, is always good for short yardage and nearly impossible to stop. Mark Washington is now playing the left cornerback spot, which had been played by Charlie Waters before he suffered the broken arm. Pick up a four yards on that play, second and six. And it's getting dark rapidly here at Washington's RFK Stadium, where the time, Eastern time, is just after 5 p.m. Charlie Taylor is the wide receiver right as the Redskins are in an eye formation. Dallas almost jumped offside, or did they? Ball carrier Larry Brown tackled by Bob Lilly with a short yardage gain as he got it out maybe a yard to the 27 at most. And the flag did not go down. The Cowboys were almost offside that time. Certainly appeared as though Bob Lilly jumped that time, but it is not called. Third down and four yards to go. The Redskins in their spread formation this time. They'd probably like to open it up. Kilmer drops back, pumps one. Gets it out to Haraway at the 30. He's up to the 32-yard line. 
Dave Edwards tackles him there. And he appears to be just beyond the uh, marker across the way where they are indicating that he is very close to a first down. However, I think the chains are going to be brought all the way from the near side of the field to the far side. And if he's got the first down, Andy, it'd be the first conversion for either Billy Kilmer or Roger Staubach in the second half, as we just mentioned. Otherwise, Washington will be kicking for the sixth time, combining the two teams for the sixth time in six possessions. But, no, sir, that is a first down, and the Redskins have the first first down of this second half. And, of course, this is George Allen's game. He wants ball control, and he wants to burn the clock as much as possible. Even though seven points is not enough to win it, you'd have to figure that at this point. Uh, certainly to maintain possession and keep the clock going and get the first down that's the supreme significance here just over three minutes left third period ball at the Washington 32 yard line and there hasn't been a decent drive for either team here in the third period Kilmer over the center hands and through a beautiful hole goes Larry Brown and he gains yardage all the way out to the 40-yard line. A pickup of eight yards for Larry. Cliff Harris stops him there. Walt Rock, the right tackle, helps him along very nicely. So did Wilbur as he cut through a beautiful hole on the right side of the line created by those two blockers. Washington making a change at the tight end spot as they've done frequently today. Jerry Smith coming in there now and Austin on out. And although the plays are not called, uh, strictly speaking, from the bench for the Redskins, there's no doubt about the fact that they do get help from George Allen and, and his assistants. Kilmer passing out to the right side. Again, the pass is complete to Roy Jefferson, covered by Mark Washington. And this is one of the things that Billy Kilmer likes to do when a substitute comes into the other team's defensive backfield. He likes to work on him, and he's got himself a first down as he makes that pass kick to Roy Jefferson. Ball is placed at the 44-yard line, still in Washington territory. There's a case, Andy. Uh, George Allen probably uh, sent in instructions to Billy Kermit. Uh, hey, throw the football to one of my favorite draft picks, Jefferson. That's right. We like to kid Joe Blair, the fine public relations man for the Redskins. He's a very hard worker, but we say that he's assured of having one day off every year. That's when they have the draft. Here's Larry Brown with the football, running wide to the left side, able to turn the corner for a few yards. Out to the 47, but not getting much more. Dave Edwards, linebacker on the left. Pat Toomey, defensive end on the right, making the stop. Toomey, by the way, has been sharing time at that spot today with the veteran George Andre. Let's call it the 48-yard line. And it becomes second down and about seven yards to go. Redskins trying to sustain this drive. Neither team has been able to do it here in the second half. Larry Brown again. He skids and almost falls backward. He is so amazing. He actually picked up maybe a half yard on that play, despite the fact he started to topple over backwards with Bob Lilly chasing him. Austin out and Smith back in as they continue to rotate at tight end. Looks like they are trying to work on Washington, if possible. When I say Washington, I mean Mark Washington. Third down. About six. Redskins just shy of midfield at their own 48. Fires it over the middle. The pass is caught by Charlie Taylor. And he gets to the 45-yard line of Dallas, which is right where the uh, chains are located. It would appear as though he's got the first down. And 
there again, they caught Washington in the coverage. Kilmer's working what they call the seam of that zone coverage, just beyond what they call the short zone, going out about 15 yards. And uh, Taylor cutting back perfectly, and uh, before Washington could switch to, rather Dallas could switch to pick up that zone, there was Taylor with another great catch. He got some significant ones for the touchdown, one of them in the first half. We may be about to see the final play of the third period. On the Cowboy 45-yard line of first down, running play to Brown, who is picking up steam here in the second half, and he gains five yards down to the 40-yard line. On the all-important third down conversion, 9 of 15 for the Redskins today. An impressive figure. Anything is when you reach about the 50% mark. Well, that's the end of the third quarter with the score. Washington 10 and Dallas 3. Well, the defense is certainly, as has been expected by both of these teams in this National Football Conference championship game, neither team scored in the first quarter. Washington scored in the second period on an 18-yard field goal by Kurt Knight to make it 3-0. And then a short time later, Billy Kilmer hooked up on a 51-yard pass play to Charlie Taylor to put Washington in good scoring range. And then he hooked up on a 15-yard touchdown pass. Kurt Knight's extra point made it 10-0 Washington. And then later on in the second period, Tony Fritch booted a 35-yard field goal, and that's how the score ended at the end of the first half, 10-3 Washington. And after a scoreless third period, they go into the final 15 minutes of the National Football Conference Championship with the Washington Redskins leading it by the score of 10-3. You take a look at the defense, and you know why this is such a low-scoring ball game. In the total defense, Washington was second in the entire National Football Conference. Dallas fourth in the entire conference. Well, we're down to the final 15 minutes of the season for one of these two teams today. The start of the fourth and final period. Washington has been uh, in front since the about six minutes into the second quarter when Kurt Knight kicked an 18-yard field goal. They increased it to 10 to nothing with that 15-yard touchdown pass to Charlie Taylor. Dallas showed signs of anything but dying off at that point uh, in the second quarter with three minutes to go in the half when Tony Fritz booted one from 35 yards. But now with a scoreless third quarter, you've got to figure those seven points for Washington are beginning to loom a little more significantly on the scoreboard across the way. However, Dallas fans well remember two weeks ago, they were down by 15 points in the fourth period. You know what happened. Washington certainly knows it too, and... This is anybody's ball game, but the Redskins would rather be where they are with their seven-point lead. Andy? All right, Don, and this game, of course, will be played to a conclusion. It cannot end in a tie. We mentioned that because there is a seven-point spread in the game right now. And here come the Redskins. Larry Brown tries to go to the right side. Can't. Heads back to the left. Twists and turns. But on this particular carry, will lose about four yards. Bob Lilly and Jethro Pugh bring him down. We were just about to tell you that Brown had picked up 78 yards rushing today, but all figures uh, in that category are net, and so whenever a player loses yardage, that has to be subtracted from it. So right now, uh, Brown will be back to about the uh, 74, 73 yard area. down now for Washington, and they're right back where they started on this particular first down series. It's third and ten. Kilmer dropping back. Gonna heave long to the right side, way down the right side. It is caught for a touchdown. Another Washington touchdown, and again, it's Charlie Taylor. Way down the right sideline. 
A 45-yard touchdown pass. Gilmer to Taylor, their second collaboration of the day. And they beat the rookie, Mark Washington. comes on to try to get Washington 17 points. The snap and the kick. A flag has gone down. The kick was good. A flag has been thrown. So let's hold it for just a second and see how they resolve this. Procedure called against Dallas. And so the point is good. It's Redskins 17 and Dallas 3. There's a timeout on the field with the score. Washington 17 and Dallas 3. Just underway in the fourth quarter, the clock shows 14 minutes and 12 seconds remaining. Certainly you have to figure now, Andy, that one of the key turning points of this game has been the injury to Charlie Waters. Waters put uh, on the sidelines, involved in that punting situation a short time ago. Not too much reflection on Mark Washington, of course, but... He is. Uh, he's a three-year man compared to Waters. has had the same experience, but it's played a lot more. And the Redskins uh, caught him with that long pass to Charlie Taylor over Mark Washington. That could be a key turning point. Here's the night kickoff. Going back again into the end zone. Taken two yards deep by Cliff Harris. Out to the five, to the ten. Heads to his left and gets down to the 13-yard line. The other deep back that time, by the way, was Robert Newhouse because of the injury to Waters. And so here is a fine specialty effort done by the Redskins as they pin the Cowboys back at their own 13. Mike Panucci, one of the rare rookies on the Washington roster. You know, George Allen doesn't trust them very much, but he'll let them play on the specialty teams every once in a while like that. And so the Cowboys are starting way back deep at the Dallas 13-yard line. And the clock begins to become a little bit of a factor for Dallas, although, as you know, they certainly came back in relatively quick time against San Francisco last Saturday. Saw back to put the ball in the air right away. Has good protection. Now scrambles out to the left at the 15-yard line. A flag is down. He gets to the 20, slightly across the 20-yard line, where he is brought down by Chris Hamburger. But a flag was thrown on that play when Staubach first began to scramble. And the penalty will be against Dallas. In this case, of course, a half the distance to the goal line job, undoubtedly. And the play started at the 13-yard line. They are pacing it now back to the eight. Five-yard penalty for illegal motion on Dallas. Make it a five-yard penalty. So things have not gone the way for the defending Super Bowl champions today. The Cowboys are trying to make it a rematch of last year's game with the Miami Dolphins already having clinched their spot today. Still first down, but now 15 yards necessary for the first, and they will use a delay play right up the middle to Garrison. He gets it out to the 16-yard line. Fullback Garrison carries. By the way, Charlie Taylor in the game today with two touchdown passes has a total of seven receptions and 142 yards for the afternoon. 
speaking of Taylor, uh, Andy, it was, of course, as I mentioned, the loss of Charlie Waters. Bear in mind that not only are they using a younger fellow back there as far as experience, Mark Washington, but Waters has been the chief interceptor for the Dallas Cowboys this year, and he picked off two against the 49ers last week that turned the tide against San Francisco. They're missing him when they're on defense, no question. Second down seven at the Cowboy 15. Saw back to try the air route again. Fires out long to the left side. Dropped, and a flag goes down. Billy Parks, the intended receiver, and it will be pass interference against the Redskins and Mike Bad. That is the first pass interference call we've had on the afternoon on either side. Of course, it's an automatic first down for Dallas. And the Cowboys get the ball out to their own 31-yard line. So the Redskins have done such a magnificent job on defense today. Even their special teams have done a whale of a job, like forcing the Cowboys to start this drive back at their own 13 that they can actually almost afford a mistake like that. Twelve and a half minutes left in the game. 17 to 3, Washington leading. Sawback drops back again. He'll be going to the air plenty now, and he gets dropped behind the line of scrimmage. Chris Hamburger was right in there. One of the first to meet him. And so was Myron Patios. And they have dropped Sawback for a loss as the ball goes back to the 23-yard line. Eight-yard loss on that play. Well, I would have to say, despite the Kilmer-Taylor collaborations here today, and that the story of this game so far has been the Washington defense. They have permitted no touchdowns, three points on a field goal try of 35 yards, and a second try by Fritch just before the end of the second quarter from 23 yards away was unsuccessful. Second and 18. Staubach passing out to the right side to Calvin Hill. He breaks one tackle, but he fumbles the ball, and the Redskins have recovered. A Dallas turnover despite the pass completion. And although that's the first Cowboy turnover of the day, it could not conceivably come at a worse time. Ron McDowell has recovered the ball after the completion and the fumble. If you have been unconvinced until now that this is a Redskins day, that may be the convincer. At the 38-yard line of Dallas, Washington gets possession. Let's see how Billy Kilmer decides to play this now. Will he be aggressive? That usually is the Allen thinking, and it's Larry Brown, his chief offensive weapon, cutting inside the 35 and going to the 33-yard line for a pickup of five yards. I don't think there's any question now that uh, George will uh, send word in for Billy to keep that ball on the ground as much as possible. With, of course, always that opportunity of using the pass now merely as a surprise weapon to keep that secondary honest. But he would like to use the clock as much as possible. But uh, certainly Mark Washington going nose to nose over there now with uh, Charlie Taylor has to be alert. 11 minutes to go in the game. Kilmer does want to pass this time, firing... Way out of bounds on the right side. Charlie Taylor was knocked down over there by Washington, who wants to let him know he's in the game, I guess. And uh, so that pass sailed way over his head and out of bounds. It brings up a third and five situation. So the game has been uh, remarkably free of turnovers, each team committing one. 
But you would have to say that in assessing the seriousness of them, this one by the Cowboys right here when they were trying to recover from a deficit which has already mounted to 17-3 to uh, could be fatal to them. Particularly if, as Don suggests, the Redskins are successful in A, using the clock, and B, getting one more score. Third and five. Gilmer gives it to Brown, sweeping wide left through a nice hole, but he gets back to the line of scrimmage and then is driven far back by Bob Lilly. And so now, it will be Kurt Knight coming onto the field for his second field goal attempt of the day. Good on his only try from 18 yards out in the second quarter. He will now try one, which will come from uh, just inside the 40-yard line. We'll spot it when they set up. Sam Weish is the holder for the Redskins. Sam will plant his foot and uh, at the 39-yard line. So this will be a try from 39 yards out by night as the Redskins look for their 20th point. Slight angle to the right. It's down. It's in the air. It has the distance. It is good. Kurt Knight has added a 39-yard field goal as he breaks convincingly a mid-season slump. And the Washington Redskins have gone to what at this stage of the game would have to be an overwhelming 20-3 margin. Let's not count out the Dallas Cowboys. There's always something special about a defending champion. That's one point. And certainly, if you ever believed the team couldn't come back from a deficit, you would have to say the Cowboys had no manner to beat the 49ers last week. But they did it, and that's why they're here today. And they will now get their hands on the football with 10 minutes and 21 seconds left to go in the period and the game. You know, Andy, Kurt Knight coming back in the great fashion he has with the chip down in this playoff competition of the last couple of weeks merely justifies the tremendous talent in that kicking toe of his. Here's a fellow who really had a bad year. He kicked 14 out of 30. And uh, in four years in the game, all as a redskin. Remember, this is a fellow who led the National Football Conference last year with 114 points. He was the number one kicker of the NFC two years ago. And it's well, it's just not like Kurt to have trouble kicking. And uh, when he needed those field goals last week against Green Bay from 42, 35, and 46 yards, and then today he gave the Redskins their first lead from only 18 yards out on that particular case. But there, that 39-yarder, and that is a big 17-point lead now. Cliff Harris on the left, Robert Newhouse on the right as Knight bangs into the football. It's going to the left side. And it drops six yards back into the end zone. It is not touched by Harris, and it will be a touchback. Dallas will start again from its 20-yard line. Almost without exception today, the Cowboys have started back deep. This is the second time in the second half they've started from the 20. They started from the 23 once, from the 24 once, and then two of them inside the 20, at the 19 and at the 13. And so you can see what a job the Redskins defense, which for my money is the story in this game, has done against Dallas today. From the 20. Into the pocket goes Staubach. Staubach now gets tripped up, and he will be dropped back at the 10-yard line. He found his receivers covered, and then as he pivoted to go to his left, Berlin Biggs was right there to drop him down. Calvin Hill, I believe, was open, but uh, Staubach was in no position to throw. Andy, you know this game is so similar to last week out in San Francisco when Roger Staubach, he fumbled once, he was sacked four times, and it was just at about this point that Dallas was trailing by 15 points. 
As history is recorded, they scored 17 to win it. They would need 17 now to tie, but this is a fired-up Redskin defense, as you've uh, indicated before. They're not about to let them get loose. They recorded a 10-yard loss on that play. Garrison gets this handoff, and Garrison gets it out. Well, not even back to the line of scrimmage, really. Uh, I think there will be about a yard loss on this play as well. And so the Washington defense has really been something, and they're taking turns spreading the glory around, too. Darren Talbert got the tackle on that play. They record that the ball has gone right back to the line of scrimmage to make it third down, 20 yards necessary for the first. Cowboys back at their own 10-yard line. Billy Parks had lined up to the left and then quickly comes over to the right to make it a triple formation on the right side. Trips right. Sawback. Passes out to the right side. It is tipped and broken up by Hamburger. Calvin Hill was the intended receiver. Mike Fast may also have tipped that ball before Hamburger did. It might have been tipped twice. And now the Cowboys not only are going to have to punt, but they're going to have to attempt it from back inside their own end zone as the ball will be snapped at the 10-yard line. Quite a responsibility for the punter Marv Bateman as Alvin Heyman and Ted Vactor go back deep for Washington, but they are standing right at the 50-yard line. So you can tell that no matter what happens here, if there isn't an error on the play, Washington will receive the ball in good field position. The snap is perfect. Bateman hits it right on the goal line, and it comes back to the 45-yard line where it was taken by Vector. When I say 45, I mean Dallas 45, and so the Redskins are only 45 yards away from what could be another score. And the clock continues to run, and it's certainly in Washington's favor. It shows 8 minutes and 57 seconds left to go. And just as I said, continues to run. They stopped at the set play, and now they've started it up once again. From the 45-yard line of Dallas, Redskins back in business again. From the I formation, Billy Kilmer over center, Len Hawes. And off to Haraway, slanting to the right side over tackle. And Haraway gets it out to the 41-yard line. A gain of about four. Leroy Jordan, middle linebacker. Cliff Harris, the right safety, bringing him down. Wilbur and Rock, the right side of the Washington offensive line, doing a great blocking job on that one. And the ball is at the 41-yard line. And you can look for... Washington to continue to put the ball in the air. They're taking a brief timeout now just to get a new ball in from the far sideline. And as a matter of fact, the Redskins are going back into their huddle once again. Look for Washington to continue to use the clock. And at this point, leading 20 to 3, uh, trying to add additional points as they can, but frankly, it isn't the main consideration now. Third meeting of the year between these two teams. They had split the previous two. Another ground play, and it's Larry Brown slicing inside the 40 and getting to the 37-yard line. The tackle there made by Jethro Pugh, the left defensive tackle for Dallas. Ray Shunky made a good block on that play. Shunky is now stationed at uh, the left tackle position. Andy, this is the point at which uh, the 49ers, uh, last week they did this very same thing. They became what they called accused them of being conservative against Dallas with the lead rather than rolling uh, up more points trying to burn the clock a little more 
And, uh, of course, as things turned out, uh, it made no difference. But Washington, obviously, is not going to put that ball in the air any more than they have to now. At the Dallas 37, third and two for Washington. Haraway sweeping wide to the left. He's gotten by the jersey by Mel Renfro, and Renfro would not let him go. He got him by the back of the jersey and swung him around. And uh, that was that. There will be a loss recorded on this play as Renfro really hung tough. Here comes Kurt Knight onto the field as the Redskins decide on fourth and four to go for another three points. Sam Weish is his holder. This will be an attempt of about 46 or 47 yards. Knight is good on his only two tries of the afternoon in the second quarter from 18 yards in this period from 39 yards. Call this one a 47-yard try. No angle here. It'll be straight away. The snap. The kick is made. It's going to be long enough once again. It is good. The 23rd point for the Washington Redskins. who are putting on an amazing show here this afternoon of what might be termed uh, brilliant defensive football and with plus offensive football. Let's pause here five seconds for stations to identify themselves on the CBS radio network. Well, if Washington's lead was not secure before, that one now puts uh, Dallas 20 points behind with only six minutes to do something about it. And believe me, uh, I covered that last game out in San Francisco last week and uh, learned a lot of respect for Dallas when they had their back to the wall. But this may be beyond uh, the point of any return now for the Cowboys against the Redskins. Here's the kick, and the Cowboys are going to try to bring it out. This is Harris with the ball, and the leg cut from under him at the 13-yard line. A fantastically low slicing tackle at the 13. Took the legs out from under him, and credit that beautiful job to Bob Brunet who was another one of the Redskins who had a slight case of the flu earlier this week. But we've talked about the Washington defense, and let's throw in there the Washington specialty teams as well, because they have done a super job here today. Time and time again, the Cowboys, when they have gotten the ball, have gotten it in very poor field position. In this case, from their own 13-yard line. And, of course, the pass becomes necessary for Dallas now, and when the opposition knows the pass is coming, it's even easier to defend. Sawback scrambling out to his right. Now he's in the end zone. What a daring move by Sawback. Nobody's chasing him there. He's now out again to the five-yard line, and he is tackled on the five-yard line. What a daring move by Sawback to go into the end zone like that as Jack Pardee chased him all the way over to the left side after Sawback had found all his receivers covered as he had originally rolled out to the right side. Sawback, though unsuccessful, has been exciting. An eight-yard loss on that play. This has really been a Redskins day. Andy, you know, we're sitting on the threshold of possibly another history-making situation. Staubach has never lost the game which he started and finished, and he's moving closer to that destiny now. There's a handoff and a running play to Calvin Hill, but he will not get very far, only out to about the uh, seven-yard line, a pickup of two. Well, you know, Don, uh, certain observers here in the nation's capital question Tom Landry's strategy of starting Staubach today, feeling that it's much easier to start a Morton and bring in a Staubach 
than it is to go vice versa. Uh, Morton is not the kind of quarterback who can come in necessarily and fire up a team from the bench. And it's an unhappy Tom Landry on the other side of the field who has made that decision. Third and 14 for Dallas. They've been in four, uh, four field position and with long yardage situations often this afternoon. Saw back, back near the goal line to pass. Plenty of time. And he completes this one out at the 30-yard line. The pass is grabbed out there by Parks. And it will be enough for a first down. Roosevelt Taylor covering. That is the first third down completion for the Dallas Cowboys today. That in itself tells you something about the problems they've had. Uh, previous to that play, they had had eight third down drives and they hadn't made any of them. But the clock is very much against Dallas now, too. They are trailing in the game 23-3, to and there is less than four minutes to go. So it is even uh, further uphill than it was a week ago at San Francisco against the 49ers. Saw back again, looking for the air route. Now passes a swing, safety valve pass out to the right side to Calvin Hill. Hill is out to the 39-yard line where Chris Hamburger brings him down. And here in Washington tonight, it's going to be a wild New Year's Eve. Normally, uh, Times Square in New York is the place to be New Year's Eve, but tonight I'm not sure that it wouldn't be right here on the streets of Washington. Right, there's going to be a lot of celebrating around here. They were celebrating last night around the hotel, you know. <laughs> they were, maybe they knew what was going to happen. That's huh? right, they were premature, but apparently not unmistaken. Second and two at the 39-yard line, trips right formation, saw back looking for yardage, and dropped as the pass goes out on the left side to Sellers. He was hit there immediately at the 42-yard line by Factor, and when he did, he failed to hold the ball. That was an upending type of tackle, and he was really knocked hard to the ground. Third down and two yards to go. Now, at this point, Staubach must be a little bit more concerned about the down uh, and the yardage because he must uh, retain possession. But we're just thinking along with the Dallas situation, recognizing at the same time as reporters that it certainly appears that Washington is in the driver's seat in this one. Again, a triple flanker right. Sawback, however, is rolling to the weak side. Evades the tacklers, puts it in the air, and it is nearly picked off. It was Almost into the arms of Pat Fisher. It was intended for Mike Montgomery from the backfield, but Fisher had the nearest shot at it. However, it was low, and he couldn't hold it. Now it's a fourth and two for Dallas, and I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them try for it here. Undoubtedly, they will. With only two minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the game, possession for the Cowboys is their only chance now. So the offensive team stays on the field on a fourth and two with the ball at the 38-yard line of Dallas. What a job the Washington defense has done here today, and uh, they've been so spectacular, in fact, that the Washington offense, while not brilliant, has actually overproduced. And uh, when George Allen said that 24 points would be enough to win this game, he might have been... Uh, Looking too far. He's only got 23 right now, but it looks like he will win it. Here's the pass complete and then dropped at the 45-yard line. It is an incomplete pass. 
It could conceivably have been ruled as a fumble. Mike Montgomery was the receiver there, but he dropped it when hit by Rosie Taylor, and it is ruled an incomplete pass. That was really a borderline case there, but no matter how you look at it, it's going to be Washington's ball one way or the other. Redskins taking possession now at the 38-yard line of Dallas, seeking here to run out the clock and maybe even add another point or two. You know the George Allen philosophy on that. Takes what he can get. At the 38-yard line. Billy Kilmer with a flag down has given to Haraway. He's at the 30. He is at the 25. He is driven out of bounds at the 28-yard line of Dallas. A pickup on that play of 10 yards, but remember, a flag had been thrown when the play started. Good block by Max Alston. We are also approaching the two-minute mark very soon. This penalty will be called against Washington, and it will be an illegal procedure call. Man in motion against the Redskins. That puts the ball back to the Dallas 43. Still first down, but now 15 yards necessary for the first. Both quarterbacks have gone the distance today. Larry Brown gets the handoff, and he carries to the 41-yard line for a gain of two, where Pat Toomey, the right end from Vanderbilt, stops him. The Washington offensive line has done a very good job here today. Kilmer has received excellent protection. And the vaunted Dallas defense has uh, not quite lived up to its reputation here today. The Cowboys are not the overpowering team that they were a year ago. When, among other things, they had a 10-game win streak and went to the Super Bowl and easily defeated Miami in the Super Bowl 24-3. Well, what would you say about this year's game as we reach the two-minute mark here? Exactly two minutes left to go. Would you say that a match of uh, Washington and Miami favored the undefeated Miami Dolphins, or would you think that uh, with the recovery that Washington has made here in the late stages of the season, that they would go in to the game as the favorite? Hardy, uh, I think uh, the fellows who uh, do such things as making up odds and everything have to be convinced of the matter in which Washington has... Uh, moved on to the Super Bowl. The authority with which they commanded Green Bay a week ago and now duplicating that performance here at the expense of Dallas. On the other hand, uh, uh, Miami certainly uh, they had to come from behind to beat Cleveland last week and even with Terry, with, uh, Terry Bradshaw out of a good part of that game today, they were not able to really command uh, Pittsburgh in the same way as the Redskins have Dallas. Whether this will add up to any favoritism for them next week, uh, two weeks from now remains to be seen, but I'll tell you, this is an impressive Redskin performance. It is, and uh, even though Larry Brown has not had one of his super sensational days, it does demonstrate what he means to the team, because remember, when Washington lost to Dallas in the second game of, of the season between the two, and uh, when they also lost to Buffalo, Larry Brown did not play in either one of those games. He is back today, uh, and uh, he makes a big difference. You know, as a matter of fact, the Redskins have uh, not given up a touchdown in these two weeks. The field goal last week to Green Bay, and now only a field goal to Dallas. Larry Brown to this point today, 86 yards. Here's a delay handoff. 
And this is two Brown sweeping to the left side. And he gains yardage to the 36-yard line of Dallas. A pickup of six yards on that carry. Pat Toomey and Dave Edwards combining to bring him down. And it becomes third down and eight yards to go for Washington. And now with the clock running and inside the two-minute mark, Dallas is not taking its timeouts to stop it. And so I would imagine with the scoreboard reading 23-3, the Cowboys are aware of their fate. I'd like to remind you that tomorrow afternoon on many of these same CBS radio network stations, the Cotton Bowl from Dallas, where the scene must not be too happy tonight, it'll be Alabama against Texas. And as I was telling you that, the clock was stopped by a Dallas timeout with one minute and 27 seconds remaining. Speaking of the Texas area, CBS Radio will also be there three weeks from today for the annual broadcast of the Pro Bowl game. That will begin at 3.50 Eastern Time. That's three weeks from today. Tomorrow's game from the Cotton Bowl will begin at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. The Washington fans are beginning their celebration right now. They are singing hail to the Redskins. Uh, I noticed that one jubilant fan has already uh, gone onto the field. You'd rather not see something like that, but he couldn't resist the temptation to be the first to go out and congratulate his Redskins, which he has just done. And now some more fans are coming out from every which direction, and we very conceivably could have an unruly finish to this game, which has been very carefully patrolled until now. Well, you know, these Redskins fans, somebody just threw one of the best tackles of the day down there on one of them, some of the policemen, but these Redskins fans have been hungry for this sort of thing since uh, 1945, their last division title, and of course they... In those days of the Eastern and Western Divisions of the old uh, National Football League, they had not won the championship outright since 1942. And some of these fans, I suppose they had almost given up when George Allen came to town two years ago, and they're making up for lost time, Andy. Speaking of time, Don, one minute and 27 seconds left in the game. They've cleared the field now of the uh, fan intrusion, and it's third and eight for Washington. And off to Charlie Haraway. This time, the Dallas defense rises to the occasion. And he has been stopped by Dave Edwards and by Leroy Jordan. A timeout again has been taken by Dallas. This, I believe, is their last timeout. One minute and 21 seconds left on the clock. And Kurt Knight has indeed come onto the field. Well... George Allen said he wanted uh, 24 points to win this game here today, and he only has 23 right now, so he's going to try for a third of a field goal. Maybe we misunderstood him. Maybe he said he was going to win by 24, huh? <laughs> anyway, he is uh, going to go for some more points here, and uh, when you read the accounts of this game tomorrow, this will be one of the discussed situations once again. But George Allen has a theory that you play football the same all the time. And so from the 45-yard line, Knight will try another one. He's been successful three times already. He's got another one. This one hardly had the distance. It just did sneak its way over the goalpost. And hitting across the crossbar on the extreme left side, a 45-yard field goal by Knight. Added to 18, 39, and 47-yard attempts earlier. And he has his fourth field goal of the day. the Redskins have their 26 points. So they have scored 16 points here in the final period. 
to maintain their reputation of indeed being a second-half team. We might even refine that a little bit more and say they're a fourth-quarter team. They did not score in the third period here today. But this has been a Washington performance today. A man by the name of George Preston Marshall would be very proud at this moment if he were able to see his Redskins. He was the original owner of this team and suffered through them with uh, very little success for many, many years. Certainly, Andy, you have to feel with this Washington crowd. They are, everything has come to a head here on the last day of the year for them, and some 100 or 200 of them uh, raced out on the field. They were quick, quickly cleared off. They won't see the closing minute of the game without any more trouble, so here we go. Here's the kickoff to Newhouse. It was a low sailor, which he took at the 8-yard line. Newhouse crosses the 20, the 25, the 30, and he is now out to the 33-yard line. The first return by Robert Newhouse, a rookie from Houston. And the tackle was made uh, on the play by Brig Owen. So, Dallas. Incidentally, the uh, police have formed a funnel to try to get the Redskins off the field when the game is over. That, indeed, will be one of the most difficult tasks today. One minute, exactly, left to go in this football game. And the clock is running now as Dallas takes over the football. Staubach is remaining at quarterback. It would be uh, somewhat of an embarrassment to put Morton in at this point, I would think. Staubach back to throw, scrambles and rolls to his right, puts it into the air, off the fingertips of Lance Allworth at the 45-yard line of Washington. At this point in the game, putting the ball in the air, of course, is very difficult because Washington knows it's coming. Brig Owens covering on that play. Clock stopped, though, with the incomplete pass, and 42 seconds remain in the National Football Conference Championship game, which will be won by the Washington Redskins. So the Super Bowl match, two weeks from today in Los Angeles, undefeated Miami against the Washington Redskins, who will take a record into the uh, Super Bowl of 13-3. and three. If you include the regular season plus the two postseason wins. Saw back again, dropping back. Plenty of time. The rush is not great. He again rolls out to the right side. He still wants to throw as he gets to the 35. Now he's in possession of the ball at the 40 to the 45 and brought down by Bill Brundage at the 47-yard line. Timeout called by Dallas. We had thought they had already run out of timeouts, but this is undoubtedly their last one now. And with 26 seconds showing on the RFK Stadium clock, it's almost all over for the Dallas Cowboys who were unable to defend their Super Bowl title. So the Washington Redskins were A, successful in uh, taking away the Eastern Division Championship from Dallas for the first time this year. And now they will also be successful in keeping the Cowboys out of the Super Bowl. And it will be Washington's job to try to keep the Super Bowl title in possession of the National Football Conference. The ball is resting on the Dallas 46-yard line with only 26 seconds remaining in the game. It is, however, a first down for Dallas. Cowboys using only one setback. They have a double-wing formation. Dropping straight back, unstawback like is Roger, now dodging to his left, putting the ball into the air. The pass is complete out at the 50-yard line to Calvin Hill, driven back somewhat as he is met by the tacklers, notably Ted Backer. The clock now is running. The count is on. The fans are already starting onto the field. Seven seconds remain, but they'll never play them, believe me. And the field is a swarm of humanity here. 
as the Washington Redskins have won the game. The clock still shows a second to go, but they'll never play it, believe me. And it is 26-3, Washington leading in the game. And I shouldn't think that they will try to clear the field and get in one more play. What purpose would it serve? A sea of humanity, particularly on the Washington side of the field where their Redskins are trying to fight their way off the field. As meantime, the Dallas Cowboys are walking from the field with hardly anyone paying any attention to them as they go to the locker room through the goalpost to our left. The Redskins are attempting to use the dugout to our right. Andy, you'd have to say at this point that the Washington Redskins have uh, finally found uh, somebody who could stop them down there today, and it's their own fans who are doing a better job of stopping them from getting out of the stadium than the Dallas Cowboys did today. George Allen, of course, is being carried from the field as well you might imagine, and I am certain that the game is going to be ruled complete, and so we'll tell you that that's the end of the game with the final score, Washington 26, Dallas 3. We'll be back with a recap in just a moment. Well, there's going to be, as uh, has been pointed out by Don Klein and Andy Musser, some discussion about that fourth quarter field goal by Kurt Knight, the one uh, that gave Washington a 26-3 advantage. Now, I don't know whether or not it was realized at the time before Knight made the attempt, but he made it and thus has established a National Football Conference playoff record for the most field goals. Now, this doesn't count just to... The past couple of years when they've had the NFC Championship, this includes all uh, championship games in the National Football League up to and including uh, the time they've started in the NFC. There were a number of players, Jack Manders, Bob Snyder, Lou Groza, uh, Pat Summerall, Paul Horning, Jerry Kramer, and Don Chandler who had kicked three field goals in one game. But that one from 45 yards away with just seconds remaining has established Kurt Knight in the record books as kicking the most field goals in an NFC title game. Very briefly and very quickly, the scoring summary of this game is simply two touchdown passes from Billy Kilmer to Charlie Taylor. One covered 15 yards, one covered 45 yards, and four field goals by Kurt Knight, the last of which was surely superfluous, and maybe the one before that too, but nevertheless, Washington running up a score of... 26-3 to win this game over the Dallas Cowboys today and enter the Super Bowl for the first time in the history of the Washington Redskins. On the field goals by night, 18, 39, 47, and 45 yards. So it was an offensive day for the Washington Redskins to the extent that they did score a pair of touchdowns and four field goals, but it certainly was the story of their defense, which is the true one which will come out of this game. Because not only did they hold the Redskins, or excuse me, the Cowboys without touchdowns, and only just the one field goal of 35 yards by Tony Fritz, and you hear some firecrackers going off in the background. They have been lighted right at the right end of the Washington bench below it. But more notably was the fact that the Washington defense actually kept the Cowboys from even threatening in the game. Repeatedly, the defense choked them off, and just as often, the specialty teams made Dallas set up with poor field position to begin with. And so it was a very, very tough job that the Cowboys had here today, and they did not cope with it with any success at all. Don? 
And Andy, as uh, George Allen leaves to be playing field below with his Redskins, he's given the fans here more victories in a single season than any team in Washington history, with 11 during the regular season, plus these two now. His coaching adversary, Tom Landry, the only leader the Cowboys have had since their inception back in 1960, tried to make it three conference titles in a row, but his Cowboys failed him. After beating San Francisco the last two years, and then trying for what had never been done before, and that is to gain three entries for the Super Bowl, the Washington Redskins, the obstacle in his path today, and it was just too much Redskins, not enough Cowboys. As far as the uh, figures go today, and this I'd say is the certainly the key to this Washington victory, Dallas gained only 56 yards on the ground. And any coach will tell you, you have to stop the Cowboys running game to beat them. That's the way the 49ers did it in Dallas on Thanksgiving Day. It's the way Green Bay beat them earlier and the way Washington handled them in the first game. Beating their running game and hitting all the way. And as far as they were concerned today, Dallas just couldn't do it on the ground. That forced uh, Staubach into the air. He was no match for Bill Kilmer in that respect, completing 9 for 22 against Kilmer's 14 for 19. 56 yards through the on the ground and 118 in the air. Totals 174 for Dallas and 319 total for Washington. So the Redskins were superior both on the scoreboard and on the yardstick as well. There's no question as to which was the better team out here today. So it is on to the Super Bowl in two weeks to Los Angeles for the Redskins to face the Miami Dolphins, who were there for the second time. The last exhibition game this season, Washington beat Miami here in this stadium by three points. But I think you can pretty well throw that out as far as having any bearing on the Super Bowl game itself. Miami, after beating uh, Pittsburgh uh, today and uh, Cleveland last week, of course, they'll have everything going for them as far as hopes of making it their first uh, Super Bowl victory after failing at the hands of Dallas just a year ago. Miami 21, Pittsburgh 17 today, and Washington today here over Dallas 26-3. There you have it, the 1972 champion is the Redskins by that final score of 26-3. to They'll be meeting, as I mentioned, in Miami in the Super Bowl two weeks from today. Now, this is Don Klein for Andy Musser, our spotters today, who did such a great job in helping keep track of the Cowboys and the Redskins, Matt Albright and Rick Henry, our statistician, keeping track of the yardsticks and the figures, which, of course, are so important when you try to measure the capabilities of pass against rush and what have you down here today, and our thanks to Dick Mason. Our technician here today in Washington for CBS, Saul Germain. Today's broadcast, our executive producer, was Frank Miller. So from the nation's capital, from all of us to all of you, a very uh, happy new year from Washington, D.C., the site of today's NFC Championship game.